Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Chargers Chiefs tonight, y'all. Who y'all got? Hi there. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Speaking of that game, a lot of people are calling this the game of the year. It is your pick to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. The Chargers at your guy, my homeboy, in Kansas City. It's kind of like picking your kids, which really? is your favorite. Because you know, everybody knows how I feel about Mahomes, but I did take the Chargers <laughs> to represent the AFC. I don't like either one of your kids. I, I don't. Because the best team in the AFC, unfortunately, is going to play Sunday at Dallas, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. probably the best team in the AFC is going to play Monday night. The Bills. Oh, well, they look, they, look, they, were, they were the most impressive team of opening weekend, in my estimation. Both offensively and defensively. It is a loaded conference, that's for sure. Guys, we're going to get into that matchup in just a little bit, but let's start this morning with a pretty serious story. Tuesday, Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver was suspended for a year, fined $10 million by the NBA. That was the result of an investigation into allegations of workplace abuse. Yesterday, League Commissioner Adam Silver commented on the conclusion of the matter, saying, quote, I think if they had made findings that, in fact, his conduct was motivated by racial animus, absolutely that would have had an impact on the ultimate outcome here. But that's not what they found. Now, in a series of tweets after Silver's comments, LeBron spoke out, writing, quote, our league definitely got this wrong. Shannon, what's your take on all this? Um, I believe what, Skip, I, I do not envy the position that the commissioner is in because I believe this is the harshest punishment that a commissioner could have doled out to Robert Sarver, to Robert Sarver, without putting it to a vote to the other owners and saying, should we remove him from this franchise, uh, from ownership? And I believe it's going to, what, take 24 of the 30? Because you got to get a majority, so a majority is 60%. Yeah. So I believe you're going to have to put it to that. So I believe this is the toughest punishment. Commissioner does it, he's like, damn, as soon as I got into the league, I, I took a guy's franchise. He did. And so here it is on my watch, I would have taken two guys' franchises from them. And, Skip, here's the problem, the slippery slope that he's on. And the owners, I, I don't believe, would have backed the commission on this situation because it's like, damn, what if I got a, a big audio of me out there saying something that's sideways about a, about, a, about a race of people, about women being misogynistic, being homophobic, and then they put this to a vote to take my franchise. He wasn't homophobic. No, but, but I'm just, just but I'm just, I'm just yeah, what yeah, 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 yes. Right, right. Okay. So all the owners got to weigh that in the back of their mind. Yes. What if there's some recordings out there, Skip? I do believe he got off light. Now, maybe you could go three, four years of suspension being away, kind of like what the, uh, uh, what the uh, who was that? I don't know who the commissioner was. Maybe you can help me out, Skip. When they sat uh, uh, George Steinbrenner down, 
for the incident that he had with Dave Winfield. Yes. And I think they suspended him for what? It was several years, if I'm not mistaken. It, it was in, the, I think, the early 90s, Skip. I, I, I was watching yep. the, uh, the, the documentary mm-hmm. 30 for 30 on the Yankees. But, Skip, $10 million is really not a lot of money for someone that's worth almost a billion dollars. I think that's 1.25. I think he's worth $800 million. Um, and the commissioner said if it was made with animus, this is what I don't understand, Skip. And maybe you racial, can, racial yeah, animus. Yes. Skip, maybe you can help me out with this. Why is it always one demographic of people always asking other demographics of people who communicate with themselves in a, in a way? Now, I'm 54 years old, and I've been around a lot of different people, been able to travel, so I uh, uh, have Jewish friends, and I have gay and lesbian friends. I have a lot of different friends. But it's only one demographic of people that's always asking the questions. Why can you guys communicate with each other like that, but I can't say it? It's always that one, and you know the one. Why is that, Skip? Can you help me out with that one? I cannot. And he's saying that word. But I he, don't disagree. Yes. <laughs> he's saying that word. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was Earl Watson, it who was. was a former contributor. I mean, he would come on the show with us. He he's been like a guest of ours. Yes. Who was a former head coach. And he's asking him, well, why can Draymond say it and I can't say it? You know why you can't say that word. Every person. In that demographic, know why they can't say that word. That is the most, that is the most vile word that's ever been created. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just have to be with African Americans. Well, let me just quickly, since you brought up, read the anecdote out of the bombshell ESPN story okay. featuring Earl Watson. Yeah. So it, it, this is Sarver to his then coach, Earl Watson in Phoenix. You know, why does Draymond Green get to run up and down the court and say the N-word? And he repeated it several times, according to Earl Watson. And Watson told him, according to Earl, you can't say that. Why, Sarver replied. Draymond Green says it all the time. And Earl Watson replies, you can't effing say that. Right. Okay. If, if you own an NBA team that is, what, what do we say now? 75, 75 80%. Okay, I, I say 80% black. Yes. You obviously are required to have a level of racial sensitivity and awareness that would qualify you to own and operate that franchise with 80% black star players, right? You You, you just have to have some clue as to how this works. You have to know where the line is that you cannot cross as a white man. You just have to understand it or you should be disqualified. And I'm about to go way deeper on this, but go ahead. And the thing is, Skip, we said 75, 80% of the league. Hell, it might be 90% of his team. It could be. (laughs) I I didn't go back and count, but he's owned it for, what's it, 17 years. So so I'm sure there are times it would be 90%. But here's the, the problem that I have, Skip, is that there's a history. Skip, if this was a one-off, if this was a one-time incident, yeah. or there's a, and, and when it came to the women, if that was a one-off incident, Skip, maybe I could understand. But he has a history, a long history of this type of behavior, and he thought that was okay. I, I read it where he, like, dropped his entire pants and his genitalia was out in front, and he thought that was cool. You have women in the workplace. There is a decorum that you must follow. You just can't say certain things. You just can't behave in a manner. You shouldn't want to do that anyway. But what got me is when the commissioner says where they're the ownership, and he's basically saying, well, this man has power. And if you're a worker, you don't have the same level of power, so you're not held to the same. No, that's the problem. And this is why he behaved in the manner. It's because he's like, I'm the king. Well, he's not the, owner, the sole owner. He's the governor. So uh, uh, the governing owner of the team, which means he, I think he owns 30, 30-something percent of the team, Skip. He behaved in a way to let you know, well, you know I'm the king, right? 
You know I can walk around and say whatever I want to say. Correct. You know I can behave in a manner that, that which I want correct. to behave. That's exactly right. That's, that's why, what he, that was his Feeling, belief, yes. yes, yes. And that that's mm -hmm. the problem that I have. And so I agree, Chris Paul came out with, uh, and said something. Skip, it shouldn't be up on the players. The players shouldn't have to boycott, shouldn't have to throw their jerseys to the center ring, should not have to threaten not to play. This should have been handled, uh, uh, the NBA should have handled it different. So I do believe that he got up a little easy. I, I, Skip, I, I just don't, I don't want to get into the point of that somebody makes a mistake. But this is not a mistake. This is 17, 18 years of a pattern behavior. This is who he is. Mm. This is who he is. Thank you. Back to LeBron James yes. and what he tweeted. When LeBron James tweets or speaks out on social or racial justice or on a league matter, I am all ears. Right. And I take it straight to heart. Mm -hmm. And I take to heart what he said because this is potent and this is powerful. Right. And this should reverberate all the way to the top right. of the league office. Right. He says in his tweet, LeBron, read through the Sarver's stories a few times. Or he said, he's actually he's, he's he read, said he read, but, but he's, he's also asking Asking people to read through them. He said, I don't need to explain why, but our league definitely got this wrong. He said, just read the stories. Y'all read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. There is no place in this league for that kind of behavior. Right. Well, well, clearly, there is not. So the story, the bombshell that I just referred to is by Baxter Holmes that ran in 2021, ESPN.com, and now they have brought it back to yeah. life as they should have. Mm -hmm. And it's lengthy, and I'm, I'm just going to have to cherry pick some of the details. Right. But you want to talk about damning? It is why he should have lost his ownership of yeah. this team. One year, and, and the commissioner does make the point, and I'm sure it's a valid point, that just on damage to reputation alone, that should be enough. That, that no, it ain't. Okay, I, I'm with you, <laughs> but, but it's a fair point that he makes. So let me just skim through. I'm just going to have to I underline a lot in this story here. But this is from uh, an anonymous quote from another son's co-owner, one of the minority owners. Mm -hmm. The level of misogyny and racism is beyond the pale within the organization. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing as an owner, said a former Suns basketball executive. There's literally nothing you can tell me about Sarver from a misogynistic or race standpoint that would surprise me. Well, th this is as damning as it gets. <sighs> okay, so... Sarver just categorically denies all of the above, just for the record. Like we thought he would. Okay, we thought he would. And yet we have two people defending him. Before I go deeper, I'm going to try to be totally objective and fair about mm -hmm. this. His current GM is James Jones. We, he's obviously a black man, and he issued a short statement. None of what's been said describes the Robert Sarver I know, respect, and like. It just doesn't. Right. Okay, well, well, he, he is his general Well, manager. you know what, Skip? That's what, exactly what John Wayne Gacy's wife said. <laughs> That's not the man that I know as he strangled the life out of 22, excuse me, 30-plus yeah. young men right. and boys. That's not the John Gacy I know. Of course, Skip, you, you, we've seen people hide things. Maybe he hasn't said that to, to, John, to, uh, to Jones. Yeah. Maybe that's not the case. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's not the case. Okay. So Steve Kerr was his former general manager. Mm -hmm. And Steve is obviously high res highly respected yes. around the league by black and white people. Right. And 
he was not only the GM, he was a minority owner for a while, had right. like a 1% stake that he had to divest when he took over the head coach of the Golden State team, obviously. Right. And of their time together from 2004 to 2010, Kerr told the ESPN, I never saw anything that suggested racism or misogyny. And I was very surprised to hear those allegations because that's not the person that I know. Right. Okay, back to your, mm-hmm. your point. I believe James Jones and Steve Kerr saved his ownership. I, mm-hmm. I think those are two voices that would resonate. I agree. Okay. And back to Chris Paul, who's obviously the head of the Players Association, but also plays for the Phoenix right. Suns, right? Who's <laughs> getting paid handsomely. <laughs> I would say. Over. All right. Chris's tweet was, I was and am horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. Right. He did not focus on the race, which I'm focusing on, as as equal to to the misogyny. Right. right. It, it, it's it's hu- a huge part of this, but Chris didn't go there. Right. Because Chris is in a very awkward position as the leader of the basketball team. Right. To right. me, yes. That that would be damning over the edge. Yes. Where, where then it would force the commissioner's hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the commissioner's statement is, remember, Donald Sterling, as you point out, right out of the box, he he has to take his team, he has to suspend him for life, (laughs) is what he had to do. Right. It's basically forcing him to sell Sell the the team. team. Right. So Commissioner Silver says, I think what we saw in the case of Donald Sterling was blatant racist conduct directed at a select group of people. While it's difficult to know what is in someone's heart or in their mind, we heard those words. In the case of Robert Sarver, I'd say, first of all, we're looking at the totality of circumstances over an 18-year period in which he's on these teams. And ultimately, we made the judgment, I made the judgment, that in the circumstances in which he had used that language, Mm -hmm. racist language, and that behavior, that while, as I said, it was indefensible, it's not strong enough. He's saying, I don't have enough. I don't have the smoking gun. The the comment on tape that that was so racist that it's in it, 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 it's going to cost him his ownership skip i don't have him on tape or i can't no, no one can verify that he calls someone the n-word he's asking why he can't use the n-word and they're basically saying that you know he just had you know a lot of this was in jest it's just crude it's just like sophomore is that's the way they're looking i'm like really in jest you, you look at someone doing what he's doing like as a, a college or a high school age kid mm-hmm. pranking and, okay. and, and, and jest, that's not how I look at how a man that's in an ownership position or position of power. I'm thinking that I'm not thinking that's how he should behave. I could be, the, okay. you know, in a category by myself. OK, so all of the misogynistic incidents are, are truly sickening and they're so bad. I can't read them on television. That's how bad they are. <laughs> But I got one more racist episode for you. And again, this is an allegation written by ESPN. But they seem to have, Baxter Baxter Holmes seems to have just nailed this down. Here we go. Sarver once used the N-word when trying to explain to a staffer why he preferred hiring Lindsey Hunter over Dan Marley as the head coach in 2013. And this is according to a high-level executive who heard the remark. And the remark from Robert Sarver was, these, parentheses, N-words, need a, parentheses, N-word. They need a, a black coach because they're black, they're black players. Right. Okay. 
that alone for me personally, yeah. I, I, let me just speak as a white man, that is so over the edge and over the mm-hmm. line. That alone, that's a fireable offense even for the owner. Yes. That's, that's a removable offense to me. Where if you actually said that right. out loud in front of staff, That's not asking. That's not asking why I can't say that word. That's him just saying that word. Well, if they're black, they need a black. But that's not what he said. Them ends need an end to coach them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's, he's not trying to use the, the black the word Indian. It's, it's the ER <laughs> exactly. word with the hard ER on the end yes, of it. Yes, of course. It is truly, completely, utterly unacceptable. And I guess, I guess Commissioner Silver could look at that and say, well, say at least he's being sympathetic to the black players. You know, <laughs> well, they, they need, okay, I'm, I'm going as far as I can right. to try to, to see how the NBA right. could defend that incident. Right. But, but Shannon, in the end, how, how can you let this go? It, in, in the totality, if you read this, it's, it, it's a lengthy yeah. story. It took me forever, and I've underlined, and we don't have enough time. And but that's I think the thing, we've made you, the point here. You, you underline it because here it is. It's an 18-year pattern of, of, of behavior. It's not one year. It's not eight months. They went back. It's over, eight, it's over an 18-year period. Well, damn, how much history do you need b- before you believe that's who this man is? And it created such a toxic work environment that allowed, almost encouraged, racism and sexism. Yeah. And I'll do one more anecdote here. Just this one, just, just it, it turns my stomach. But this was allowed. This is in 2017. Two former employees said that a white male executive, just under Sarver, repeatedly called a black coworker Carlton in reference to, obviously, the character Fresh, of the Fresh Prince of Bel in at least one instance, he jokingly told the co- co-worker to do the Carlton form, as in dance Damn. form. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> Th- this is under this man's command. Right. This, is, this is the behavior that, that Robert Sarver condoned and, and almost seemed to validate and encourage to me. And it's nailed down. And yet the law firm that was commissioned by the league, a New York law firm, mm-hmm. and given what, a year and a half yes. to research, really probably, this was probably the blueprint for the research, mm-hmm. didn't find enough, according to Commissioner Silver, for him to call for even the vote to rid him of his team, right? right? To take Which, it away. But well, here's the thing, though, Skip. Rid just, the league of him. Just, just put it to the vote. The owners can say yeah or nay, but I did my job. And that way you're, you're off the hook. Because now no one can say, well, the commissioner didn't do enough. Look, we had we we ordered an independent investigation. We gave them carte blanche. We gave them carte blanche. They did what they did. They returned it to me. I put it to the vote. The other 29 owners said we didn't think it rose to the level of this man should be removed from owning his team. Okay, that, that's it. That's it. It's pretty simple. All I know is the face of the league, the most respected voice in the league. A man going into, what's he up year to 20. now? 20. Year 20 for LeBron James mm-hmm. as he approaches age 38. 38. Those are credentials enough. If, if he says that he's disappointed in what the league did not do, then I'm on LeBron's side on this one. He, he just said our league definitely got this wrong. Yeah. And I think they definitely got this wrong. And from just watching Commissioner Silver yesterday try to defend it, he was square. He was he, tough. He, he, was, he, 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 he was, knew. Yeah, he knew. He knew. He knew. 
He tried, and I love I love the commissioner. I think I think he's of the three of the four major sports. I think he gets it right the most. I think he has a very good sense and has a pulse on his yep. on his league of what's going he on. He does, but I do I do believe and, he and got was this he one. not bold and decisive on the Clippers owner? Yeah, right. It, it was within weeks of him taking over from Commissioner Stern. Stern right. Yes. Yep. Is his first act, and boy, he right. dropped the gavel. He did. He did. Skip. I just for me, I just hate. I just hate when powerful prey on the weak because I'm in a, in a position of authority and they, and, and the people that's under, you know, man, this is my livelihood, man. I can't lose this job. I got kids. I got a home. I mean, I got a mortgage. I got a car note. I can't. And, 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 and someone in an authority use that against you to belittle you and to say homophobic things. Or he didn't say that, but I'm just saying no, no, no. to say misogynistic things or, or to be openly and blatantly racist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just hate, when strong prey on the weak. I, I can't stand it. I mean, it's done got to the point now, Skip, I can't even watch the Animal Planet because I just hate when the other, the, the lions and the cheetahs, they, I'm like, pose, get, run, run, get him, help him, somebody. I just can't, I just, I just hate, especially when, but that's, that's their animal, that's their instinct. Humans, we know better. We like to, I like to think that, Skip, as, as a functioning an adult, you should know better. Yep. That, that's not how you treat people. Yep. But he did it for 18 years, and then, and then he disagreed. Vehemently, he fought back. Oh, come on, bro! You can't have this kind of resume and 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 people just make it up. So they made up this over eighteen years. They're just like, you know what? I'm just gonna hold up all this information, and they're gonna come a time because I just want to lie on Robert Sarver. Well, thank you, LeBron, for what you tweeted. That's what makes him unique. He'll yep. take a stand. He will. I agree. It was a 43-page report, gentlemen. Certainly a ton of information there to go through. A lot of eyes on that report. All right, moving on, Skip. Let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys this morning. Should they let Zeke eat a little bit more as their bread and butter (laughs) while Dak's out? Plus, Patrick Mahomes, Shannon, your guy. Is he going to take over Tom Brady's spot as the GOAT when all is said and done? All of that and more coming up on the other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. 
your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Stepping up to the plate, Ezekiel Elliott sharing his desire to be fed more touches while Dak Prescott is out, recovering from that hand surgery on his thumb. Zeke, not sure how many carries he needs in a game. However, he did say 10 was not enough. Quote, I think we definitely have to commit to running. Shannon, put a number on this. How many carries would you give Zeke? Uh, north of 18, at least 18 is the floor. Um, so anything north of that. I well, why 18? Just no, I'm just, because, no, well, no I, I just think the thing is, Skip, he's the highest paid running back in the league. Your, 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 your franchise quarterback is out. If you're not going to lean on the running game now, if you're not going to rely on Zeke Elliott now, well, when the hell are you going to rely on him? It's, it's either now or never. Skip, you're not getting the production out of the passing game that you thought. Uh, CD was a no-show. You might or you might not have Gallup back. We're going to talk about him a little later. Mm-hmm. And Dal- uh, uh, Schultz played well. Uh, but Noah Brown, am I really count- It's Really, Noah Brown, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Now, he's a special teams maven. Okay, he came in and he, he contributed. He played. He played okay. But I think now this is what we got Zeke for is that we paid him this money when he was a bell cow back. And we don't believe, I don't believe that he's still that back. But I believe I got to lean on him now. I've got to rely on my offensive line, and we got to let, look, this is Cooper Rush back here. This ain't Dak. And contrary to what you think, Cooper Rush isn't close to Dak. I'm going to rely on Zeke. I'm going to say, Zeke, I'm going to give you, a, at, le- at bare minimum, you're getting 18 carries. That's at the bare minimum. Hopefully the game back, I, I think the thing was last week, Skip, the, uh, and even though the game didn't get totally out of hand, for whatever reason, the Cowboys have abandoned who they actually are in running the football because we paid a quarterback $40 million, and so we need to throw it. Mm. Uh, we have a, a number one receiver in C.D. Lamb. We need to show everybody that he's a number one receiver, and I believe they abandoned the run a little bit too quick on Sunday. Um, but I don't believe that's going to be the case this Sunday. I believe they're going to get a heavy dose of Zeke. And I'm, talking, I'm not talking about splitting carries because it's hard for me to put Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard on the field, Skip, because pass protection, he was terrible. I don't know if he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. I don't know if he's unwilling to do it because that's the grunt work. Because those linebackers, Skip, they're coming. And they're coming with bad intentions. And you're at a disadvantage because he has a running head start. But you've got to close the distance and stick your nose in it. If he runs over you, okay, that's fine. But you can't olay him. You can't get too caught up in the line and then all of a sudden he's by you and he's tackling your quarterback. Mm. So it makes it hard to put him on the field. Zeke will stick his nose in there. Zeke will block. Mm-hmm. So, but I want Zeke. Zeke needs to have at, le- at bare minimum skip the floor is 18 carries. Mm-hmm. So I believe on Sunday he gets between 18 and 25 carries. Mm. That gives you the best chance to win this game because that gives you the best chance to control the clock, control the ball, keep that high-flying offense off the field. Because Joe Burrow, even though he turned the ball over four times, they still had an opportunity to win that game. Oh, he still opportunity. <laughs> it, it was in the bag. All you got to do is make the snap. The PAT got blocked, and the dude shanked the 29-yarder. Yeah. So if, if, I, if that's me, Skip, I'm doing everything I possibly can to make sure Zeke gets it, get that number of carries. Okay, so you went wide variety there. You went 18 to 25. That, that, that's... I believe that's the low end. He's not going to get any fewer carries than that. I believe he'll be somewhere in that range between 18 and 25. That's your best chance of winning. underline three times the number you ended with, 25. He <laughs> needs 25 <laughs> carries on Sunday. You want the really, really old Zeke. You want first year Zeke to come back. Little known fact, quickly forgotten fact, 
last year after the first game at Tampa in which they just decided to try to out Brady Brady Mm -hmm. and Dak threw for 403 and it was the best game he's ever played in his career it is just just go look (laughs) because it was sensational and the the goat goaded him in the end and they lost 31 to 29 but they threw the hell out of it yes to a fault they threw it because at some point you got to keep Brady somewhat off the field right. and see the next Tom Brady or the closest thing to Tom Brady is going to visit Jerry World this time, and that's Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. You you have to shackle him a little bit over on the side, just just make him yeah, stand over exactly. there a while and and run the clock a little bit. Okay, so in the Tampa game last year to open up on the Thursday night, Zeke got the ball eleven times for thirty three yards. Well, obviously that's bad old Zeke. Then all of a sudden, it started to happen. They go to the Chargers, and it was their game of the year because it's kind of a make or break. You're going to fall to 0-2, and they beat your team that you just picked to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. But this was last year. Remember, Micah made the big sack late late on Justin Herbert and took him out of – I think he fell out of field goal. Did they get a field goal out of it? I think they might have got a field field goal out of it. At Chargers, Zeke got to carry the ball 16 times for 71 yards. That'll work. Right. And then – here we go again. Philly is home on a Monday night, and he gets the ball 17 times for 95 yards. Aha! I see his trend here, mm-hmm. right? Then Carolina comes visiting, and he gets the ball 20 times for one, four, three. Well, that's so great old days, Zeke, right? Yep. In that vintage, mm-hmm. that's that's almost the Ohio State. Yep. And then the Giants, he goes 21 times for 110. So there are four straight games in which. It's great old days, Zeke, right? right. Mm-hmm. And over that four-game stretch, he was third. You can even throw in the opener if you want. He was third in the league in rushing right. at, at that point behind Derrick Henry. And I can't remember. Oh, Nick Chubb was the right. other one. Okay, behind those two. So you're, 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 you're running high. Yep. You're, in, you're in, in high company there, right? right? Yes. Okay. All right. The, the rest of the year, obviously, he starts to plummet. But they wrote it off, and they gave him – a. I'm going to have to accept it as a valid excuse. They said he sprained his PCL right. and that it hampered him all the way home last year. Okay. okay. If that's the truth, he still registered in the end a career low 59 yards a game. Mm-hmm. So at that point, in that four-game stretch, he was going 105-yard average per game, and he ends up with 59 a game. And in the end, he looked like a statue. And he looked thick and heavy, and it looked like he had a double chin. It looked like he was had a little paunch going. And it was just hard to watch right. because that guy's the highest-paid running back in pro football. That guy's a liability. Well, right? Skip, also, although I don't believe he was the same back, I do believe they were starting to transition for the very reason that you said. You said you believe that was Dak's best game. What does Jerry like? Entertainment. Running the ball is not entertaining and yep. exciting. What did he love most about Tony Romo? Tony Romo might throw three picks. He might throw for 500. But right. that was entertaining. That's box office. All That's right. what Jerry wants. So I believe if I'm if, if I'm transitioning and I'm paying you $40 million, well, I need you to show me why I'm paying you $40 million. Throw for 400 yards on opening day is a great way to show your owner why you pay me $40 million. Okay. I've thrown this stat out before, and I throw it back at you one more time. Okay. Last year, Dak Prescott was 12-0 and 0 when they ran for 100-plus yards. Yes. It could be some Pollard yards, but yeah, yeah, total. But, but as a yeah. team, yes. Okay, 100-plus. He yeah. went 12-0. and 0. Yeah. When they didn't get 100 yards rushing, he was 0-5. Only once last year, the Dallas Cowboys win a football game with under 100 yards rushing. Guess who the quarterback was? It was Cooper Rush mm-hmm. at Minnesota on Halloween night. They had 78 yards total rushing, and he beat Kirk Cousins and the Vikings 20-16. to 16. Right. Okay. 
Now, quickly back to your contention. You said that I think Cooper Rush is close to Dak, and you said he's not even close. No. Well, you've called Dak. You have written him off as nothing but middle-of-the-pack Dak, yeah, right? He's yeah. mediocre yeah. at best. So that would qualify or disqualify Cooper Rush as garbage, right, no, if he's I, not even close to middle-of-the-pack? Well, no. If you say Dak is a middle-of-the-pack, I think, I, think uh, I would put him around 12, 13. There's 32 teams, and your guy's a backup. Is he the best backup? No. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is better than he is. Okay, as a well, backup. I'd have to give you that since he's played in a Super Bowl <laughs> and an NFC championship, so, two NFC So, so with, that, with that being said, Skip, uh, do you believe I think Nick Foles is a backup? I think he's an Indy. I think he's better. So, yeah, Dak is considerably better than Cooper Rush. Okay. I don't think he's considerably better, and I don't think in your heart of hearts you do either. Oh, I'd absolutely that, believe that's that. that's sort of the ongoing problem with my team. I think Cooper Rush is pretty good. I just like his fearless poise. I don't think he will embarrass me, but obviously he's going to need all the help he can get. Obviously, if Michael Gallup can go on Sunday, we'll discuss him in depth a little later, mm-hmm. but if he can go, that's a big deal to me because he's pretty good. Oh. I'm, I'm not saying he's Justin Jefferson. Back? What's that? Is that Devontae coming no, back? No, I'm not oh, saying you, that. You sure are making it seem okay. like that. No, but he's – all I know about Michael Gallup is seems like – Every time I look around, it's like, wait a second, he just ran past somebody else and caught another deep ball. Did he catch it? Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, he yeah, get into the juggling act. I've seen him catch it. a lot of big oh, I've, balls. Oh, I've seen well, him catch. Is he, it's the routine was that he dropped. I've seen him make some Is he better than Noah Brown? Yes. Could he help Cooper Rush more than Noah Brown? Can? I, you better believe he can. Mm-hmm. Now back to 21. It is time okay. to feed the beast. He looks way better to me. He almost looks miniature to me now because it looks like he's dropped, I don't know, 15 pounds. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. But it looks like he's down 15 pounds to me. Again, has he lost some of his explosion, his sort of instant acceleration? You didn't believe he had explosion to begin with because you said, you always said you didn't see the Zeke at Ohio State. You never saw that guy with the Cowboys. Okay, but but the rookie year, he went for 109 a game. It's hard to do. Yeah. Okay, I, I would take... I told you if he could average 80 a game this year. Well, I just saw, I just told you an early four game stretch, he averaged 105 a game. He's 27 years. He turned 27 in July. He's not too chronologically old to do this. But Skip, he's taking a lot he's of hits. He's taking a lot of hits. I got <laughs> yeah. it. We got Earl Campbell syndrome yeah. going on because he, he is high contact because he's run to, yeah, he's he run, run through yeah. Yeah. contact. He run the contact he, guy. He actually seems. To live for it. Right. Like, he wants it. Right. He wants to run into people. He wants to run over people. It's why he's as good as it gets in blitz pickup, because he seems to really right. savor the, the head-ons. Yes. Like, these are head-ons, and they, they're running full speed, and you're stationary. I don't, Skip, I don't disagree with you. I, I'm not saying that I believe Zeke is all the way back, but I think while, the, while Dak Prescott is out, I believe you should rely on him a little bit more than what you normally would had Dak been in. That's what I will say. And I believe that's what they're going to do. Now, you mentioned Zeke early in his career. That offensive line was prime. Oh, I got it. Zach Martin was at the apex. Zach Martin was just blowing people off the ball. Mm-hmm. He's still that, but he's not that old Zach. Uh, 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 Tyron Smith was legit. He was going. You already pissed. Oh, well, one of the left tackles already taken because Tyron Smith has that. Frederick, the center, was an all you don't be oddish. He ain't Frederick. Mm-mm. He's not. Okay. If you put two kids in at left tackle and left guard, which right. they have right, right now as we speak, because right. I think Connor McGovern won't be able to go. I think he's already been ruled out. Okay. 
it's just easier to run block than it is to pass it block, is. especially against supreme pass rushers. They're so good at what they do. They're so athletic. They're so quick and so powerful. It's just a lot to ask of a Tyler Smith out of Tulsa University as a raw rookie to, to stay in front of somebody. But listen, I, I told you, and the kid stood tall the other right. night. I thought he held his own. Yeah. I thought he did the best you could ask for at yeah. that point. Open at night. Okay. He's a keeper to me. Yeah. He, he's going to be good to very good. Right. I'm, I'm not going to go to great, but I, I like what I mm -hmm. see, and I love the way he competes. But he's a mauler, baller type. He's got the mentality of he'll fight you. Yeah. He got in too many fights at Tulsa. He was flagged constantly. He played a little over the edge, out of control. But you can harness that as a run blocker more because the pass blocker is reactive. Yeah. It's passive. It's, it's more <laughs> athleticism. Yes. Like you got to yeah. match athleticism. Yes. You, you got to be able to have dancing feet. You, you got to be able to do mm -hmm. this and mm -hmm. go side to side and anticipate. And it's more of a finesse block. The, the road grader block is just pin your ears back and go and, and get that guy right. and knock him and because you, and because Skip, it's a lot easier to play offensive line when you're at home. And the first two games it will is. be at home. And so now he's able to hear the snap count. Okay. And he's able to I get up on, on the snap of the ball. So my point is, I think you got a better chance with the Farniak kid from Nebraska. He he's he's a tough guy. Yeah. Just let him road grade. Let him go. Pick a man mm -hmm. and blast him. Right. Just go get him. See if you can just drive him into the turf. Right. Well, Zeke's quotes are correct to me. He said the efficiency was there. He got 10 carries for 52. It's 5.2 a crack. Yes. Okay? That works for me. Mm -hmm. I, I can live with that. He said, we've just got to commit to it. We've got to wear on that defense. The one thing he can do, even at 27 advanced age going into year seven, I think he can still wear down a defense both physically and psychologically. Okay. He can just pound away and pound away because – it looks like he's got his heart back. The, the other thing is he is effectively, not literally, but effectively he's in a contract year. He's got to know he is so cuttable after this year, yeah. and he makes way too much money for, for his recent for production, the production. Right? So Jerry can be just as cold-blooded as anybody, as much as he loves Zeke like a son. If he looks at it and we get another 59 yards a game this year, he'll whack it. Right. You know, he'll just say that's enough of right. that, right? Because they, they can get out without a big cap penalty mm -hmm. after this year. Well, the point is Zeke's no fool. He knows that's right. Okay. So he's, he's pretty much running for his NFL life here. I agree. Right. So what do, what do you think his number? You say you want him to have 25, 25 for how many yards you think he has? 110. 25 for 110. If, if, if you give me 110, we got a shot because we're going to win time of possession. One, two, three touchdowns. Well, I don't care about – I don't know. Those are, like, random to me. Well, you better okay? hope he – you, you, you get it first and goal at the one and he crashes at home, okay, way to go. Well, you better hope he gets a touchdown okay. or two. Well, that was the only thing that used to drive me crazy about Emmett. You know, he'd go get the football after he got a half-yard run for a touchdown, and I'm like, yeah, but Troy threw it to Michael for 64 yards and he got <laughs> tackled at the one. Well, what does that mean? Hey, hey. Okay. Well, next time, get it in the end zone. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're paying your playmaker. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So 25 for 110 and two touchdowns, you might have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cooper Rush, he will not embarrass you. He just won't. But you're going to need Michael to get back. You're going to need Michael doing this a lot. I got two. I already got Oh, Michael, yeah. Yeah, you're going to need him doing this. We, we might need. I got four. Oh, yeah. Well, he going to force that? Yeah. Whew. Boy, that'd be off to the races. Well, if well he get, the way their line played at Pittsburgh, you might. The way they were eating, you might. Whew. 
You, you might. Just, you just might. No, no, seriously. I think if they utilize Micah the way they should, you don't have to always line him up on the edge. You can put him in the A-gap. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't he, matter. Everybody, it seems like everybody on Cincinnati line is the weak link. Well, go, <laughs> go find it and go eat. Yeah. So between Zeke and Micah, I got a chance. And it's not like Cooper Rush is a rookie. It's not like he's Ben DiNucci or an older Garrett Gilbert who's just right. not good enough. You know, he's he's good enough and he's veteran. Right. Okay? Those are my chances. Do I think they're going to win? I do not. Cincinnati's do I pick Cincinnati to win the AFC. Well, okay. Well, Cincinnati better get on the ball. There's not very many teams can start and, the and season that, 0 and 2. Okay, that's the problem. If Cincinnati had won 27 to 13 at Pittsburgh and just sort of taken care of business, I would feel a little bit better about this. But mm-hmm. you you don't think they're going to come in here and Joe Burrow's going to say, watch this? Right. And of what course. was Burrow's quote yesterday? We just got to get off to a better start. So I'm going to be hiding my eyes in the first quarter, which is why I need Zeke to eat in the first quarter. I need to win the time of possession in the first quarter by two to one. That's right. what I need. I need to keep Joe, Joe Burrow from getting hot-handed right away and not doing what he once did to my Oklahoma Sooners in the national semifinals, which he threw for 493 yards and seven touchdowns with no interceptions. Okay? <laughs> and the game was over after about two minutes. Yeah. You know, I don't need one of those at Jury World against that's the what I need. Cowboys. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, that would well, be a great lift right Way to go. Congratulations. <laughs> 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 yeah, last season, guys, the Cowboys were right in the middle of the pack when it came to rushing attempts. 473 carries. That was good for 12th in the NFL. So we'll see this season how Dak's injury affects that if Zeke's usage goes up. All right, Shannon. In his first five seasons, Patrick Mahomes has already won a Super Bowl, a league MVP, and according to Fox Bet Sportsbook, he's currently tied with the best odds to win MVP this season. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. In a recent article, the Chiefs QB was mentioned as heir apparent to the GOAT throne currently held by one Tom Brady. TV12 has won seven Super Bowls and three MVPs. Shannon, do you ever think Mahomes will be considered better than Tom Brady? Well, I think he's the only one that has a shot. I I think what Tom has been able to do because he's had such longevity and because he's played at such a high level for such a long time. Skipper, once you start getting to the numbers that Tom, forget the Super Bowls. When you look at the passing yardage, you look at the touchdowns, you've got to play an extreme. If you look at, just go back in history and look at the guys that possessed that record, be it uh, Fran Tarkenton. Fran played like 16 years. You look at Peyton Manning, 18 years. Drew Brees, 19, 20 years. Tom Brady comes along, uh, 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 20, 23 years. Marino had the touchdown record, played 16 years. You've got to play a long period of time. And Skip, I believe with the guys, I think guys coming to the NFL right now thinking, I'm playing 15 to 20 seasons. The money's going to be so good. The money is so great now. We got a $50 million quarterback. Think about what the number was when, when Mahomes got into the league. Now look at what it is five years later. We already got a guy that got a half a billion dollar contract. In another five to ten years, you're going to have somebody making a billion dollars probably. At least 15. Somebody's going to get a billion dollar contract. Mm-hmm. So guys are going to play longer. The question is, will they be able to play as efficient as Brady did. Because think, think about what, what Mahomes' numbers is in his first five years, first four years of starting, and compare them to Brady's. What Brady's numbers were his first four years. You'll see he's so far ahead. But Brady just is kind of like Hank Aaron, Skip. Hank Aaron, they have no 50 home, had what, one home, 50 home run season maybe, but it was a lot of 25s and 30s. That's Hank, what, Hank also hit a whole bunch of First row homers, you know, they just <laughs> yeah. went to the yeah. first row. No, no, no moonshots, no 500, right. no hitting out of a, a Tiger Stadium no. or Yankee Stadium or anything Didn't like that. that. Right. Yep. But he was just consistent. Yep. And that's what you're going to have to have. 
when you look at Mahomes, Skip, he has a, a league MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, two Super Bowl appearances, four AFC Championship games, four Pro Bowl. That's four years as a starter, and he's won 80% of his games. And the, the, the thing was, Brady, the way the Patriots were built early in Brady's career, Brady could play bad and they still win because his defense were outstanding. Mahomes does not play great. They're not winning because he doesn't have that type of defense to back him up. So I believe he has the best chance. But here's the thing. What I'm concerned about, Skip Bayless told me there's somebody else. Why, when it comes to people talk about the GOAT and the heir apparent to Tom Brady, they don't mention Herbert. They don't mention Joe Burrow. They don't mention Dak Prescott. They don't mention Josh Allen. They mention the guy in Kansas City. Why is that? Oh, I hear a lot of Joe Burrow buzz. Nah, you ain't heard no Joe Burrow. No, no, that's you. And that was, I mean, you had you left your door open, and that was a fly buzzing around. You ain't mm. hear no buzz. Really? No, no, nobody better than that kid. Uh. That just be special. And you saw that on full display on Sunday, even though somebody had him the ninth best. Somebody actually said that that Jalen Hurts and Ryan Tannehill, and let me put this in, and Geno Smith had better performances mm-hmm. than one Patrick Mahomes. That mm. <laughs> mm. laughable lady skip. You laughing too, because you know it wasn't nobody close to that man I, on I Sunday. I am laughing because I told you before the year started, Arizona is on the way down. Arizona will not make the playoffs. Arizona is bordering on being a bad team. And so Patrick Mahomes puts on a show against Arizona, and all of a sudden he's in the GOAT conversation. Yep, I'm laughing out loud. No, 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 ha, no, ha, no, 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 Skip. No, he was there before the game. Uh, do you remember, Do you don't understand what he did in his first four years? Nobody's ever done that. Hmm. Nobody's ever had a regular season MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, four straight AFC championship games. And nobody's ever had it better than Patrick Mahomes. A pass-crazy coach moved up in the draft to snatch him, and way to go, Andy Reid, because I didn't quite see this, and I watched the kid a lot at Texas Tech, but he made a lot of mistakes, and he threw it all over the lot, and his footwork was atrocious, but Andy doesn't seem to mind that Mm -hmm. because he has got an arm. You want to talk about arm talent? Oh, he's special. He's up there at the (laughs) top. He's he's at the top. His arm is stronger than Aaron Rodgers' arm. It's right. Josh Allen's just such a big kid. I yeah. don't know. Maybe if you just threw for distance, Josh would get him a yeah. little bit on just. But the, but the angle, Skip, and the way he can be moving and yeah. contort his body and do all this stuff. And, and you say, why does he practice that stuff? Because come game time, he's probably going to have to use it. And as people always point out, he's bigger than you think. He, he is. is. He's two forty-ish, just like yes. Josh Allen, yeah. but he's only like six three-ish. Yes. Maybe. Yes. And what I do love about him is. His daddy played pro baseball yeah. as a pitcher, but he was a very good baseball player as a shortstop. Yes. Even at Texas Tech, he played shortstop in college baseball. He's got athletic ability. He has maneuverability. Yeah. And his speed is underrated because once he gets rolling at 240, he, he can roll. He don't look, he don't look, he's never going to look like Lamar okay. Kyle. I'm going to give you that. But what a sweet situation. Has anybody ever fallen into a sweeter situation? He has a coach who is go for broke. He has a coach who's a good guy but has a huge ego, a huge ego because he wants to be seen as the passing guru genius, and he's got the toy to do it with, and that's Mm -hmm. why he wanted Mahomes. And you want to talk about unleashed? He's just completely, there's no leash. You can do whatever you want to do. You can throw it any way you want to throw it. Sidearm, no look, behind the back, between the legs. 
Andy loves it, and, and Andy loves all of his goal line trick plays because yeah. it polishes his genius for everybody. And everybody throw it in now, Skip. You remember back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, nobody threw it on the goal no, line. Everybody no, ran Everybody, everybody ran, ran the ball in. Yeah, especially you get first and goal. First three. and goal I, I got three cracks. Yes. I can just ram away, right? I mean, you automatically know Kansas City gets the ball inside the three. The first play is going to be a pass. It will. <laughs> and the probably first two a tricky, tricky pass, maybe a shovel pass. You're right. Maybe a quick show it to the tight end, show it to the fullback. Yeah. You know, roll it one way, throw it back the other way. The sprint option to, to uh, uh, Nicole. Okay, so what do I see in the bigger picture now? If if you do dare to bring up the goat here, well, I'm I'm going to remind everybody. Just last year, your favorite, you just referred to it, your your Bible, Pro Football Focus. They graded Patrick Mahomes year last year as the 13th best year of the quarterbacks in the league. 13th best because. He was down in every statistical category, and now he's suddenly elevated off a game at Arizona into GOAT conversation. Skip, think about this. That's like saying, well, because Barry Bonds didn't hit 73 home runs, he only hit 55, he had a down year. But he think about how many – think about it. Think about where he is. 4,800 yards, 37 touchdowns. He's still top five in all three categories. Mm. But because it's not 5,050 – 5,000 yards passing like he did his rookie season, 50 touchdowns like he did, excuse me, his second year in the NFL. Of course, everything after that is going to be down. Mm. Hell, Adrian, if you look at ED, well, ED, ED, every year after 2105 was down. Of course, Skip, that's a historic season. Yet his peers in the NFL.com voting, top 100, voted upon by the players, voted him eighth. They voted Cooper Cup better than Patrick Mahomes. You believe that? Goat? You believe that? Goat? You believe you, that? You, you really want to put him in the goat conversation? Skip, I th- I, they're saying when it's all said and done, do I believe Patrick Mahomes can catch Tom Brady as far as Super Bowls? No, I don't believe anybody can catch him, just like I don't believe anybody in the NBA will catch uh, Mr. Russell's 11. But I do believe there's a there's – a, I will give him a, a 43% chance because, Skip, 23 years is a long time. Pat Mahomes need to play 18 more seasons. Okay. No, excuse, 15 more uh, – 16, 17 more seasons because this is the sixth season. All right. Skip, that's a long time. I'd say that's a long time. We did get to see them go head-to-head in the Super Bowl. And Tom just flat out outplayed Skip, skip the defense. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, hold on. Now, you saw the man ran for 497 yards trying to elude the rush, almost 500 yards. So you and I both know if Tom Brady was under that same duress, we see Tom when Tom Brady is under duress. Mm. All the games against New Orleans in the regular season, how did he look? Mm. So just imagine going through that in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady has never had to face that kind of – well, we saw against the Giants. And that kind of onslaught wasn't like what uh, Mahomes faced. Mm. How did Tom Brady look? Mm. How many points did he score? 14. All I know, head-to-head, Brady had a QBR of 77, and in that Super Bowl, Mahomes had a 42. Let me ask you a question. When they played the regular season, what was the the QBR? Mm. Head-to-head. When Mahomes went there in his building and dropped 430-something yards on him. Brady does Super Bowls. That's what he does. He's played in 10 of them. He should have won nine of them. And he could have easily lost another three or four of those. He's seven and three. Mahomes is one and one in Super Bowls. Let's look at championship games, AFC, NFC championship. Championship games. Brady is 35 and 12. In I'm playoff. sorry, this, this is the playoffs. 35 and 12 versus 8 and 3 for Mahomes. But now to the championship games. Brady is 10 and 4 in championship games. Mahomes is 2 and 2. And the last time I saw him in a championship game was just last year right. against Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And Burrow just completely outplayed him 
at his place at Arrowhead with a QBR of so, so 61 to 46. So I'll make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Wow. Tom Brady has never been outplayed in a championship game. Mm. Flacco outplayed him once that I can remember. Has Peyton never outplayed mm-hmm. him? I guess so. You, you can guess? maybe make the case. You can maybe make the case. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was close. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that Peyton outplayed the Broncos' defense. You see what you did? The seat. Now, you see what you did. Yep. Anytime Brady doesn't play well, you don't give any the, the other quarterbacks get no credit. It's always the defense. Why do you do that? Well, I watched the game, and I didn't think Peyton was all that great. He made a couple of throws. He was kind of like at the end of the line. Okay. Right? What, what, about, when, what about when Tom Brady had a 21-3 lead? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Uh, when they were in, in, in Peyton play? Yeah. Did Peyton not play him? Okay. What, what about six of his first seven Super Bowl victories came with game-winning drives in the fourth quarter Well, ask yourself, well, why were you How behind? Why were you behind? Was he not yeah. playing or he just came off the bench? Is that him? not all-time clutch? Did it, did Game-winning it? drives in six out of the seven So why, seven why are you behind? Whew. Why are you behind? Was I he don't not know. Ask court? Belichick. Oh, see? Now it's always Belichick. Well, of course, and Brady threw for the all-time playoff record 505 yards. Well, we blame who? And so lost 41-33. to to, He's put up 33 on a top-five mm. defense. And Belichick gave up 41. You see? And remember, Brady was shackled in an offense that was not pass-first. It was a run-first yeah. offense for all those years. So how, how many games did we see some big Sunday night stage? Belichick would say, watch this, watch what whoa, I whoa, do. Whoa, whoa, and they'd run it 45 hold, times. Hold on, hold on, Skip. I would agree with you. Say Tom Brady's first six years, they will run first. Only they, once. They, they, they've long since graduated from being a run-first offense. You know that, and I know that. I, only in 07 did I see them go Andy Reid pass crazy. Skip, okay. Just because they had Randy Moss. Okay. And then what were they in, 29, in 2009 and 10? Skip, but you make it seem like they, they haven't had runner backs but, but, like that. But they would do things Andy Reid would never do. They would say, okay, if you're going to give us this, we will run it down your throat. Right, right, right. By the way, I forgot the game. Brady beat Mahomes at Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. And all Brady did in overtime was he converted three straight so, third and ten. So what did Mahomes Third and ten. So what did Mahomes do? So that was Mahomes. So Mahomes. I thought Patrick played pretty well in that game. You thought he played pretty well. In the second half. He so pretty well. well. So yeah. he he gives them a lead. Brady comes back, and then he with, with 30 seconds, he gets him in field goal range, mm-hmm. and he doesn't touch the ball. Mm-hmm. But that's Mahomes' fault? No, I, I said he, I thought he played pretty well, but Brady was just extraordinary in that game. So what about the defense? Oh, that Mahomes' defense let him down. I'm going to start. I'm going to do your number. His defense let him down. Mm. I, I can't believe we're even having this conversation because he's not Tom Brady and he will never, ever, ever be Tom Brady. Yeah. It's just too big a mountain to climb. With, it's Everest. With, it's with, the all-time. People all-time. scale Everest. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I don't believe anybody's going to get seven Super Bowls. But I do believe somebody's going to break that record, and I'll give Patrick Mahomes, as far as the touchdowns and the passing yards, I give Patrick Mahomes you know a great chance. And, and again, when you got Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you got a chance. You're going to put up a bunch of well, yards. I, oh, yeah, well, he doesn't have Tyreek anymore. Okay, well, but, he has had him. For yeah. how many years has he played now? What are we up to? Six? six this is yeah. sixth season. Okay, so for he had five, he had him. He had him before because he didn't start. Well, okay, yeah. that's true. Didn't start. Okay, so we had him for four years, but he's had Kelsey from the start, and yeah. you believe Kelsey's the best pass catching tight end, yeah. right? He has a chance. I mean, he can get another Super Bowl or two. He got a chance to be the GOAT tight end. I mean, he got six consecutive 1,000 receiving seasons. No other tight end has more than four. I, I've never seen better body language in a tight end, you notwithstanding. Yeah. But 
but just he, he just walks on the, the field. Way, he just looks like, I, he, I, yeah. I own this. He I moved. own this. You cannot he's stop me. He's fluid. And the thing is, Skip, he has a quarterback that can get him the ball. He goes into the games knowing he's going to get targets. He's going to get opportunities. So that makes his job a lot easier. He's in the perfect situation. Patrick's in a great situation. I think Tom's in a great situation. Tom, uh, uh, when, he got, when he first got into the league, the difference is when Tom got, first got in the league, he didn't have the kind of pressure um, so now we run the football. We're going to play outstanding defense. But he graduated from that, and it was reliant on Tom Brady. That's why you could just pick and plug pieces in, and everything would be okay because you had Tom. And what, what Mahomes is showing you, yeah, I can lose Tyreek. I'm going to lose a lot of guys. But, hey, give me okay. an opportunity. Give me a chance. You think Tom Brady, after the game on Sunday night, you think he was brooding about low stats? Think he was brooding because no. Leonard Fournette ran wild? No, he no, wanted to win. He just wanted to win. That's yeah. all he cares about. But I think at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes would love that too, but I don't think they have the running game. Uh, uh, every once in a while, you might somebody might load up, play cover two, and you run them out of it. And that's what, or take the check down. But Skip, this kid here, nobody else under the age of 30 is close to this kid. Okay. Except for Joe Burrow. I'm sorry. No, he, Joe ain't close to I mean, it's, it's a whole different way that he plays. He plays Brady's way. Mahomes plays Mahomes' way. He no, plays Andy Reid's I way. I think the thing is, the difference is between Joe. Joe doesn't get the ball out. Joe is always looking for the home run. Tom Brady taking the check down. Tom Brady getting – you're not finna hit Tom Brady. He Tom Brady – <laughs> he, he got hit four or five good times Think about Sunday it. Night. Okay, how many times if, – if Joe Burrow got sacked seven times, how many times did he actually get hit? If, you, if they actually brought him down, so you know he got hit another four or five times, Skip. You keep getting hit 12 times a game. Well, last year he went down 51 times in the regular season, by far the most, and then 19 more times in the post. Keep getting sacked. By far the most. Keep getting sacked 70 times in a season to see what happens. Oh, wow. He's a tough kid. No, you ain't that tough. Speaking of sacks, that Chargers defense looks good. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack combined for four and a half sacks and five quarterback hits in week one. You know they're coming for Patrick Mahomes tonight. (laughs) Fox Bet is predicting the Chiefs by four and a half. All right, we got to move on. We got to talk a little NBA, gentlemen. Luka Doncic, is he the best young player to build an NBA team around? Skip and Shannon dive into that one when we come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite 
Happy Price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. According to a recent poll of NBA execs, Luka Doncic received the most votes as the best player under age 25 to build a team around. Fresh off a conference finals appearance, the Mavericks star was listed ahead of the likes of Jason Tatum, John Morant, Pelican Zion Williamson, my guy, LaMelo Ball, and Trey Young. Shannon, do you agree? It's <laughs> not even close. I've been trying to tell Skip this old baby bird mm. since he's hatched. Since he's a little, 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 little egg. Mm. And then he hatched little hatchling walking around. I said, that's him, Skip. That's the closest thing to the guy that I grew up. That was my, that was my favorite player growing up in South Georgia. Larry Joe Bird. I said, this is the closest thing you're going to get to him right here. Mm. And uh, before it's all said and done, he might be better than Larry Joe. Mm. Before it's all said and done, Skip. Really? There's no question. Jen said he got the most vote. Hell, he got the only votes. 100% of the people polled. When do you get 100% of anything? There ain't no medicine that gives you 100%. Even, even Lysol says 99%. They said 100% of them say Luka Dodger just the guy. Which is a strong what? commentary on how, how weak this that, 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 is. Ain't no weak. Ain't no weak. Don't do that, Skip. Skip, you saw him take down the number one sons. Gave you 31, gave you 33, 11, and 8 in game six. Gave you 35, 10, and 4, and didn't even play in the fourth quarter. He's the one guy, forget up 25, he's the one guy that can give you 15, 20 assists and give you 40 to go along with that. There are not very many, there are not very many 25 years old. Hell, anybody under the age of 40, mm. only one other guy can give you maybe 40 and 10, 40 and 12. That goat, mm. that goat, other than Luca, goat can give you that. First team All NBA each of the last three seasons. The man, 23 years old. Skip mm. Bayless say he played terrible against Golden State. All he gave you was 32, 9, and 6. Could I interest mm. you in that, Skip Bayless? Mm. He's phenomenal. Mm. He is phenomenal. And when you look, you're like, how can he do all? Man, he ain't got no ups. He ain't got no imposing body. He ain't built like young Dwight Howard. He ain't built like LeBron. You look at it like, Man, how is he just people just falling off him? You're not going to speed him up. You're not going to slow him down. And when he wants to get to a spot, and we've seen him in the playoffs against elite-level defenders, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Mikael Bridges, it does not matter. Draymond, it does not matter. When he wants to get to where he wants to go, he's going to get there, and he's going to get that shot. Mm. It's not even close. You A, hey, I'm not sure there might not be, but maybe five players in the entire league. Forget under the 25 and under, five players in the entire league that I'm going to take over Baby Bird. Mm. I'm glad you brought up Kawhi and Paul George, who I hope are going to be happy and healthy this year because I'm picking them to win it all. But I, we didn't got the basketball season yet. We're almost there. I hark back to what happened just two years, two short years ago. Luka Doncic won games one and two at Clippers, then called Staples, mm -hmm. where they lived in the basement. And, and he's out there cutting up. He's laughing, going up and down the floor. And then he's got a Friday night home game three. It's packed at whatever they call it, American Airlines. Mm -hmm. And everybody's there. Dak's there and Michael Irvin's that, there. That, that's the problem right there. Yep. Oh, bad luck, Dak. Really? Yep. And Kawhi took over, and then Paul George took over, and Luka went south. He went all the way south, crossed the border into Mexico is how far south he Whatever. went. Whatever. And all of a sudden, they blew their 2-0 lead. 
And all of a sudden they lost, wasn't it, in six games? I think seven. It was, maybe it went They seven. lost in seven. Yeah, that's right, seven games. But he blew a 2-0 lead with game three in his house. And my question to you is, why do you always fall in love with guys who can't shoot a lick? That, that's what I don't understand. I fall in love with guys that win. Really? Yeah, that's what I fall in love with. Because huh. there's, there's more to the game. About, see, you talk about shooting. The man averaging 27 points a game, so he getting the ball in the basket somehow. Huh. He's just like LeBron. I'm going to start calling him LaLuca because that's who he is. He's LaLuca. <laughs> Whatever. LaLuca. His career from three is 33.7%. Would you believe of the 31 players who, since he entered the league, have, have attempted at least 1,500 threes? Mm-hmm. He's dead last of those 31. He's dead last. At 33.7. Okay, which, uh, uh, how many, last how many is 31? 31? Okay, of those 31 players, which one are you taking over him? Hmm. I'm just saying he can't shoot a lick, and, and you have the audacity, the irreverence. You, you go complete blasphemy to compare him to Larry Joe Bird, mm-hmm. who could shoot the lights and the eyes out. Larry Joe Bird, who won a three-point sh- uh, contest, shooting contest with his finger up in the air on the cor- last corner three, but th- that was the one I yeah. was at in Dallas yeah. in 86. Mm-hmm. And that's when he told uh, his competitors in the locker room, which one of you, you know what, is going to finish second. Can I ask you a question? Yep. You talk about shooting. Is that the only way you can put the ball in the basket? See, you love Shaq. Shaq couldn't shoot. 7-1. Okay. 325 pounds. As long as you put the ball in the basket, right? Mm. The, the objective is to put the ball in the basket. Be it from three or two or layup. This thing, it's, it's called a free throw because yes. it's, it's absolutely free. Nobody can guard you. Right. You get to stand 15 feet away at this stripe, and you, it's called the charity stripe. Right. Where, where they've given you the charity where all you have to do is go like that, and it's 15 feet away, and you should be able to make at least 80%. You, 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 if you're that guy, you should be able He's to make guy. 90%. He's that guy. If you're Kevin Durant, you make a career high 91% yeah. this past regular season. And what did he get? Luke is 73.7% okay. from the free throw line. That, that's horrendously bad. That, that's, that's only a tick above LeBrick. I mean, LeBron, 73.4. Can I ask you a question? Hmm. What you do is that what you try to discredit and says he can't do something. Well, Tom Brady can't run like Lamar Jackson. Why not? It, it doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't it's matter. Not, it's not called free running. I, oh, it's called, so what is it called? No, nobody it's called, says it's called uh, you, you can run 10 yards for free. Nobody's going to touch you for 10 Skip. yards. Nobody cares. Skip. Let me you, but here's the thing. It's just not called shooting. Mm. It's called basketball. Mm. So there are other ways to put the ball in the basket. You don't have to be 25 mm. feet away. You don't have to be 15 feet away. Mm. Does he put the ball in the basket at an elite clip? The answer is yes. Does he get other guys involved? The answer is yes. Can he rebound the basketball? Yes. Mm. Other than Magic Johnson, other than LeBron James, how many 21, 22-year-olds consistently got their teams in the playoffs mm. and make deep runs? Mm. How did he get Porzingis involved? Did that work? Yeah, he got Porzingis up out of He got Porzingis up out of there and went to the Western Conference Finals. Mm. Okay. Damn. Think about how much better his team could be if he shot 38% from three. If he actually got in the lab Skip. instead of going Skip. playing in the Euro Championship, Skip. they just lost Skip. to Poland. We can, they lost to Poland. We can make, Skip, we can make that case about anybody mm. or anything. Just how, imagine Just imagine how much better we could, he could be if he did this, this, and this. Just mm. imagine if Giannis could shoot the three like Steph. Mm. Just imagine if Steph was six foot nine. Really, Skip? Mm. Let's take, really? what, let's take yes. what we got. Okay. The guy's six foot seven. 
And all I know is he's a three-time first-team All-NBA. Yep. They're, they're, very, they're not very many guys, maybe one other guy in the NBA, that can go give you consistently, give you 30, 35, and also give you 9 to 12 assists tonight. Mm. He is it. Yep, he he is, is it. I'm going to give you this. He's got some basketball genius because when he gets the ball in the lane, as you said, you can't speed him up. You can't slow him down. You can't do anything with him no. because he is, he's in his own world traveling at his own rate. And the greatest defenders, if he gets you in the lane, you, you can't time him up. You, no. you just can't. He, he, he's so it, – it's almost so awkward. It, it, it's so out of sync, out of rhythm, mm -hmm. that you can't find any rhythm with him. So you, you can't mirror him. Where, where it's your, hard to stop him. Where your other guy, Zion? Mm -hmm. well, I, got, I, was, I got two guys. I got I, two well, guys. Wait a second. We, we, before we go down there, talking about slim pickings here, here's your guy, Jason Tatum. He said JT. he has a seat at the – Number two. I told you it's the kids. He's second. He's second. He's second. He's second on the list, right? Is he second on the list? Yeah, he's second okay, on the he. list. And did he not stink up the the finals? I want you to say that. I want you to say the last word that you mm -hmm. said. What was that? Even the playoffs. Nah, 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 nah. I need to hear what you said at the end. You said something about stinking up, and then you said what was the last word you yeah. said? Playoffs. No, 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 no. He Finals. ran away with the turnover lead <laughs> in the postseason because he was Jason Turnover. No, I've never seen anything like it. And even you at the end, after you bet on them, you said, I don't know. I can't and I tell you, you, But you won't tell the people when I bet on them. I bet on them in the first round, too, didn't mm, way to I? Go. I bet on him. You did. Number three is John Morant. His problem is he's about six feet tall. Uh, but, but, but even at six foot tall, he's in front of you know who. The yep. guy that I said should have been first. Four is Evan Mobley. And then, that was a little surprising. Right? Five is Anthony Edwards. Okay, you okay. know, he's got some game. And number six is Zion Williamson. All I know is when Zion is right, he's the best. Okay, when is that? It's when he's healthy okay. and when he's fit. In, in, in three seasons, Zion Williams has played 85 games in three seasons. Yep. They play 82 games a season, so that's 246 games. He's missed 85 of those. When he's right... And he has been for stretches of his career. He dominates in ways even Luca cannot dominate because he is truly unstoppable in so the in other paint. Words, so he's truly unstoppable. He's going to make 70% of his shots. Can I ask you a question? So he, that one year that he was healthy, he would get him to the playoffs? Now, now, now imagine what they got. Now, he got B.I. Mm -hmm. Does, does, does uh, Luca have a B.I. comparable player playing alongside him? I don't know. That little guard is pretty good. Well, look, uh, Jalen Brunson? Yes. So you're saying Jalen Brunson is better than Ben Brunson? The Knicks thought he was pretty good. No, really? The Knicks? Mm -hmm. Now, you know the, the Knicks gave Joe Keem Noah mm -hmm. $72 million over three years. Once upon a time, they did. Okay. Yeah. Don't make me, don't make me go down the list of all the money okay. that the well, Knicks are throwing away at people. I'm just saying, it, it, this is a sad commentary that Zion Williamson is sixth on this list because – if he could ever get himself right, and that is healthy and fit. Skip, this is what we do. The guys that, are, that they mentioned mm -hmm. are right. We don't have to say if they do this, if they do that. They're, they're there right now. I don't have to say, man, if Zion, I mean, if, if Ja, Ja doing what he do. Ja's got his team to the playoff. Yep. He did that. Okay, and then as we go a little farther down the list, how much farther do we have to go here? I'm going down, down. Oh, God, I got to go all the way to number nine. It's little... Oh, Ice He on the list. He on the list. He's number nine. Yeah. Number nine. Maestre. Yeah. Little Maestre. He's 5'11". What have I tried to tell he's you? He's 5'11". He's, he's number nine. Yeah. Are you kidding? Atlanta had a chance to have number one. They had a chance. Uh, I'll say it again with your chest out. Huh? Say it again. They right? got number one. Number one. Okay. Luca. Okay. But 
It, it, how do the Hawks feel about this? You said, well, they got the right guy. For, it's, it's sort of the right flavor for who they are, yeah. for their community, for Atlanta. Well, I, I, I get that. But, but in the end, wouldn't you want Luka over little Mike? Yeah, Luka, Luka is definitely the better player. Okay, well, I Skip, think that, I, I, that I, I, was an enormous blunder. I, I think the thing is people thought Luka would be good. Mm. Skip, I don't think they thought he'd be this good this quick. Yeah. Skip, he came out the box. I mean, come on, who did the dude is 23, he's three-time first-team All-NBA. And by the way, just a quick mention, LaMelo Ball, as much as I love to watch him, he's eight on this list, just one rung uh, ahead of Trey Young. He, it's just too much whipped cream. The, this is the player, the, the idea here is you want to build around right. Luka, number one, and Jason Tatum, number two. LaMelo's number eight. Well, that's another sad commentary on what Michael Jordan has in Charlotte. Right. Now you at least you have a sideshow. You, right. you, you right. have a gator traction. Right. I, I love to watch LaMelo play, mm-hmm. but is it going to translate into championship? No. Nah. Will it, uh, the question is, will it uh, equate into uh, uh, playoffs? That's correct. That's the thing. Uh, that is the they're thing. They're going to have to get, they're gonna have to get, yep. have to get someone to go alongside Melo. Yep. And they're going to probably have to draft him, Skip, because I don't believe you're going to get a superstar player to come to Charlotte, no I matter agree. how much money. Well, it's the whole idea. You're going to build around that? Really? Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to draft. I mean, I mean, what you call them? Cleveland got two guys on that list. Mm. They got Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. They, they trapped both of them, and they just put Mitch in there. Darius Garland went to Vanderbilt. He oh, him. man. Wow. He had a cup of coffee at Vanderbilt. Oh, he no. stayed one year, one yeah, year, he Skip. He did, but uh, Vanderbilt, NBA <laughs> pipeline. <laughs> this man talking about pipe. <laughs> Gentlemen, I am so happy you brought up Zion Williamson this morning. Because let me tell you, he looks great. He's been at the uh, Pelicans facility a lot this offseason. He's in a fabulous place mentally and physically. Y'all just wait. He, him teaming I'm, up with B.I. and C.J. Right McCollum, you, it's going to be special. I hope so. Yeah. Ah, I love he it. backed away from the buffet table. That's it. good. Baby bird. <laughs> baby bird, baby bird. All right, on that <laughs> note, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Struck by lightning. Cut you off. <laughs> Will Baker and the Panthers bounce back Sunday versus the Giants? Yep. That's no. coming up when no. Undisputed returns. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Baker Mayfield is looking to, quote, get back into the routine after losing to his old team in the Browns last week. He and the Panthers head into week two looking for their first win as they head to New York to face the Giants, where Sam Darnold was benched in a loss last season. Shannon, do you see Baker struggling against the Giants like Darnold did a season ago? Well, wow. So that's the bar. The number one overall pick, we're wondering if he'll be completely terrible. 
Wait a minute. It's the guy you said should have been the number one overall pick, Sam Darnold. See, in your way, in your way to keep trying to elevate Baker Mayfield, you keep pitting him against Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold isn't there. Well, he's your guy. It doesn't matter. So you're saying that as long as Baker Mayfield doesn't get benched, it's okay. He's terrible. No matter how you oppose this question, address it up. Baker Mayfield is awful. He's 29 and 20 and 31 in the regular season. Mm. This is his fifth year. But what you do to try to keep the bar so he can just step over and he'd be okay, he'd be confident. You keep trying to compare him to Sam Darnold. Compare him to the other quarterbacks in the league. Okay. That's what you should do. Okay. How many are capable of throwing for 155 in the fourth quarter? Uh, 155. Mahomes, Allen, uh, Brady, uh, Burrow, Justin Herbert, uh, that's who about else? it. No, that's no, a lot it. of we've seen Dak do it on several occasions. Yeah, but that's Russell Wilson, straight garbage time, straight garbage uh, time. That was, you were down this was to put them ahead. You, you were down two scores. Twenty-four to twenty-three. Why were you? Why were you? Brought you brought them all the way back with one hundred and fifty-five. What, and what did he get him? Did he win or lose? Because all of a sudden now, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. You love winners. I've never seen a man love winners the most. You love Jordan. You love Tom Brady. But you got to offset that with mediocrity. The Dallas Cowboys and Baker Mayfield. Both of them two. He won. He He did everything in his power. No, he didn't. He didn't. He got robbed. He came away with a moral victory there are no because more. it was immoral what happened to his team because two blown calls, two highway robbery calls cost him the game. Yeah. The second was the most egregious. It's intentional grounding. That kid from LSU is not going to make a record 68-yard field goal, and that's what he should have been forced to attempt because it was flat-out intentional grounding by Jacoby Brissett. You know it, and I know it by rule. It, one ref threw the flag on it because it was blatant, intentional grounding. Let this sink in for a second. We play professional sports, and guys get paid millions upon millions and upon millions. And now all of a sudden, you can get more victories like if you're unranked mm. and you lose by a field goal to the number one team in the country. Mm. Or you're on Pop Warner and a team that's so much better than you, you almost bring the upset. So a moral victory yep. when guys are making millions. The number one overall pick just five years ago. Two blown calls. Are there wow. one or no? Wow, Skip. That's a, that you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Mm, I'm proud of myself. At the end of the day, Baker is what he is. Yep. He's a guy. He is. A guy who threw for 155 in his first start ever for a bad football team in Carolina. Yep. Hold had on. Them what you mean his first start ever? Baker Mayfield has been starting the last four years. For that team. He was starting for the team ranked in the ESPN.com offseason power rankings, 32nd and dead last. So, so, That's let me, who they so, were. so So if you play quarterback for Cleveland, it's different than playing quarterback somewhere else. I thought the guy was, you know, you snap the ball to him or you, mm. you know, between his legs or in the shotgun, uh, you throw the ball, you hand the ball off. So I guess it's different. I guess quarterback and it's different at different places. Mm. Okay, sure. All I know is the guy that you said should have gone number one in that draft, Sam Darnold. Skip, why do you keep comparing him to Sam Darnold? Went up to New York last year against a team that would finish 4-13. and The New York football giants would finish 4-13. and The guy that you, that was the number one pick, is on his second team, just huh. like Sam Darnold. Mm. Four and thirteen, and he lost that game twenty-five to three because he went sixteen of twenty-five for a grand total of hundred and twelve yards with no touchdowns and a pick and a QBR of sixteen on a scale of zero to hundred, and he got yanked. 
in favor of a little P.J. Walker. And that's how it ended for Sam Darnold. Okay. Way to go. Congratulations. Okay. But, but, but see, why, why is it that Baker Mayfield against Sam Darnold? Okay, they were in the same draft class. Both did not have the success that they wanted to have or they would still be in their same lo the location that drafted them. But what you try to do to keep Baker elevated, you keep putting him against Sam Darnold. Mm. Both are terrible. Mm. Which is heavier, a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers? Mm. They weigh the same. They're both terrible. Huh. Wait, did Carolina have a shot at signing Deshaun Watson and replacing Sam Darnold with Deshaun Watson? Why would I need to replace him if I'm happy with what I have? Deshaun Only Watson, people that the last I saw of him was a top three quarterback. It does not skip. If I'm happy, if I okay, do you think do you think they would replace Mahomes with Deshaun? Would they place Herbert? Would they place Burrow? Why? Because they're happy with what they got. See, you keep saying Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun. And I'm not denying that Deshaun is a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. But what you won't admit is that Baker Mayfield, they wanted to get on Baker because they know what he isn't. Not what he could possibly be, but what he isn't. The same guy who took them to their first playoff win since 1994. And they said that's not enough. Wow. They say we want an adult. That's what they said. Well, now Carolina has an adult at quarterback. And, and I'm still not sure Cleveland has an adult at quarterback okay. given the track record off the field of said quote-unquote You have adult. an adult, but he's 0-1. Okay, so now what? Now what? You're about we, to be 0-2. We go to the – oh, really? You're about to be 0-2. Huh. So, Baker is a one-and-a-half-point dog, one-and-a-half-point dog at Giants. And everybody bullish on Giants. Giants are back, baby. We I ain't sending it back, but they'll be They came back. It took a missed field goal. Put a case on it. Stop talking oh. about it, dear. Put a case on it. How about two? Put two on it. Okay. There you go. I saw you coming. You, you gave me the point. No, you got no points. Whatever, I, I get the point and a half. Whatever Baker scores. No. He get, Baker Mayfield. Wait, it's a point and a half. I get that. He, he Baker Mayfield. They're dogs. He's better than Sam Darnold. This, this, is, man, this he, is the Giants year. They got Brian Dayball. That they got, he's going to be coach of the year, right? This is this is the ball. Saquon is back. You told me Saquon is a monster. Oh, they got Brian Bur Burns, and they got J.C. Horn, and they got Chen. Oh, I love Chen. And they got the guy that you grew up in. Your dad was in the locker room with you, little Christian McCaffrey. Okay. By the way, speaking of C-Mac, he gets 10 carries for 37 yards. Really? Yeah, if Baker, if, Baker, if Baker wasn't behind turning the ball over, he, he, he got more. He catches four balls for a grand total of 24, but, but the – one was for 21. So, God, he had three catches for three yards. Yeah. Really? Play with Baker. It was going to be a lot of that. how did Baker survive that? Yeah, because Baker. So, they had 19 rushes for a grand total of 54 yards. That's 2.8 a crack. And Baker overcame that? Well, tell Baker to hold on to the ball. Wow. How many times did he fumble? Huh? How, well, many, how many times, times did, he... did the snap hit him in the shoelace? How many? Six, seven. Well, he already down there. He only oh, five foot tall. Yeah. How hard is it to catch a ball if you shoelace yeah, if you're five foot tall? Yeah, look at the snap when they get it first and ten at the 21 late in the game. Look at the snap. It, it goes above Baker's hands under center. It goes completely above his hands. It's like he's bobbling the snap because it missed his grip. I mean, the, the, the Are you center, kidding? The I've center, never seen that happen before. The center before. used to somebody being like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, oh, really? playing quarterback. When he's five, he five foot tall, really? he hit him up under the chin with the ball. Uh, if they let Baker throw it on first, second, or third down when they got Interception first in the end zone. No. It, Interception. It game over. Interception. Yeah, he was on fire. But see, what you – this man, you lowered the bar. So you keep the bar so low to keep – try to keep the prop Baker up. He not it. Mm. He not. 155 in the fourth quarter to take a 24-23 to 23 lead. It was sensational. And, and let me – Ran for a touchdown. And on Sunday, where did wow. he come? Huh. On Sunday, where did he come? 
Baker, Baker, touchdown maker. Had him a nice, I, I had him a nice glass waiting yeah. when he hit the door. He uh, hit the door at, 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 at the club. Okay, so I got a point and a half. No, you got cases. no point. Why not? No point afraid? for two cases. Now no. it sounds like you're afraid. No, of Baker no, that's Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. He's five feet Who, tall. He won Cleveland's only playoff game in the last 27 years. He had a QBR of 91. You know what? If he's only five feet tall, I deserve like three and a half points. No. Yeah. Watch that. Watch that Giants defense. Watch that Giants defense. Get book. Get book. Really? Mm-hmm. 75-yard touchdown, 50-yard completion. Blown coverage, blown coverage, and you uh, saw it. Huh. You saw it. little quarterback draw for a touchdown. Really? Yeah. I bet he don't do that this Five week. Five feet tall. Bet he don't do that this yeah. week. Bet he don't do it this week. The Giants. Are, you want two cases for the – You juggernaut. want two cases? I got a point and a half. You two cases, no. Nope. I need some guts. I can't – hold on, time out. You I got, need courage of conviction. Everybody, y'all, y'all hear this man? Now, he just spent all this time talking about how great Baker Mayfield is, and yeah. now he won't points. Well, Beg him for points. Well, no, I mean, sir. it's just the standard. That's Las that Vegas says no, no they're standard. a point and a half dog. Are you in Vegas? Although, are we in Vegas? The, the home – the home team gets it should be. Are we in right? Vegas? Huh? Are we in Vegas? Huh? Oh, no, no. Okay, okay. We're you you heard. Listen, okay, no, I get a point and a no. half. You wanted two cases for no points. Yeah. I, I got two cases with a point and a half. No, you don't got no points. Well, well, you hate Baker because you say he's. Ain't, he's no, ain't no hate. Oh, come on. Baker hate is. He's just not any so good. Thick, I can cut it with a knife. Skip, he's just not any good. Hey, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. You, hey, you can cut it like, hey, I cut what, it for what, you. What quarterback who's no good could throw for 155 in the A bunch of all of them. Really? All of them. Maybe Cooper Rush could. All of them. Yeah. I, I, believe, I believe every starting quarterback that started yeah. could have that type of game. Okay. We, we got two cases on it, right? Straight up. Straight up. Okay, straight up. Okay, thank and that's you. the end of that deal. <laughs> and unfortunately, we have lost Jen once again, as we did yesterday. I think she got sick and tired of hearing you hate on Baker. She already know that Baker's some, some, some. But next up, we get to go back to a topic I love because we're going to talk about my Dallas Cowboys and we're going to talk about a receiver who's going to come back and save my Dallas Cowboys because Michael can gallop. Oh, Irvin coming back. He can gallop. Stay tuned. (laughs) With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Cowboys are reportedly planning to get Michael Gallup more involved in, quote, group stuff during practice this week. His status for Sunday's game against the Bengals, though, mm, up in the air. He's looking to return from a torn ACL that he suffered in week 17 last season. Before Skip jumps in on this, Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much could Michael Gallup help the Cowboys? Uh, I'm going to say three, maybe a four. I think for the simple fact, they'll skip. They need bodies. They need receivers that's been there and done that. And I'm not saying he's an elite receiver, but he's someone that's better than what they have outside of C.D. Lamb. And <clears throat> and now that you're down your starting quarterback, you're going to need somebody to help take do some of the heavy lifting along with Cooper Rush. He's averaged four catches and 49 yards a game last year. Um, C.D. no-showed. Uh, and it's more important that you get him now for the simple fact C.D. did no-show in game one. 
I don't believe they would be we'd be even having a discussion about this. Had C.D. Lamb gone out there and they gave him, what, 11, 12 targets, he catch 9, 10 of those, buck 25, buck 34 touchdown. Even if they lose, he would have shown that, you know, I am an elite number one receiver uh, and you can count on me. But he had Stephen Jones saying that C.D. Lamb need to show them that he's a number one. He's got to prove to him the number one. Even after they said everything that they said in the offseason, even after they removed a player that they uh, uh, maybe was viewed as a number one and opposing defense is treated as a number one. So Gallup coming back, he's better than Noah Brown. Jalen Tolbert was a healthy scratch. I think he was a healthy scratch. I know he didn't dress. Um, so with that being said, yeah, he can come back. But he's coming off an ACL injury. Um, and it's not like he was one of these elite dominant receivers to begin with. But having a healthy, uh, having a somewhat healthy body out there and considering that he's better than what they have other than CD, I think he can help him some. But I'm not going out there and say, man, Michael Gallup about to drop seven catches for a buck fifty and two tubs. Mm, maybe. I kind of like that. That's music to my ears. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I'm going to answer the way you did. Scale of one to ten, how much could Michael Gallup help? I'm going to go eight, maybe a nine. What? Eight, maybe a nine. <laughs> maybe a nine. Shannon Sharp. Uh, eight, maybe I'll nine. Vacillate. Oh, go, oh you go, go eight. eight, maybe a nine. Why not go ten? Nine. Go, go ten. Three, maybe a four. Go ten. No, I'm going nine. That's what I'm going because – Clearly, he's better than Noah Brown. And clearly, legitimately, he is a number two receiver. We've seen it with our very eyes. We've seen it in 2019. He played only 14 games of the 16 in 2019. And in 14 games, he caught 66 balls for 1,107 yards and six touchdowns. Mm -hmm. That's an average of 17 yards per catch. That's a legit number two receiver. And I told you earlier in the show, Seems like every time I look up, he's running past somebody and catching a bomb. Seems like that game I remember a couple of years back, opening at uh, out here, at SoFi. Yeah, the Rams. J Ram. Mm-hmm. Seems like every time I look up, J Ram's chasing there somebody into the now, end zone. Now, well, now, it seems now, like he now is. you know that he watching the show, okay, so you. Well, go. I just seems like every time I turn around, he's there chasing you know. somebody. It's Mike Evans. It's, I, I don't know. Every time I look up, he's chasing somebody in the end zone, right? <laughs> when Stephon Diggs. Yes. Uh, he's chasing Stephon. Yeah. I don't know. And that night, he was chasing Michael Gallup. No, Michael Gallup pushed and off. Some ref threw a flag and said. Wait, it was no, some ref was the back judge. Some ref, the back judge, threw a flag and said offensive. Push off pass center. Are yeah. you kidding me? And it wasn't at all. It was. It, the contact was initiated by Jay Ram. He Jay rammed him. No. And the flag went a reputation call on Micah Gallup. <laughs> Remember when Andy Dalton had to emergency replace Dak when he went down yeah. and it looked like he, his career might be ended yes. right by the ankle injury? Remember that? And Andy Dalton steps in, and right away he goes bombs away, not once, but twice. He goes bombs away to Michael Gallup, and they roar back and beat the Giants at home and seem like they were afloat. By the way, quick point of order, Cooper Rush is a better thrower of the football than Andy Dalton. He's got a better arm, and I think he's got better sort of gambling instincts. Andy Dalton is just meat and potatoes deep. Andy Dalton has went to the playoff four or five times, right? With Pro Bowl player. With Marvin Lewis's. Okay, football then. team. So when they, until, until Cooper yeah. Rush does that, well, stop. He, he can. He, Andy in his prime knew how to play quarterback, but when he needed to, lift the rising tide lifting all the boats, he could not lift my team in the wake of Dak Prescott. He just couldn't do it. Cooper Rush can do that. Maybe maybe, maybe your team wasn't talented enough around him to lift. Well, it's possible, but all of a sudden, if you get Gallup back, and I have a good feeling about him playing Sunday. 
all of a sudden, if you take Noah Brown out of the equation, you've got a made man. You've got somebody who's proven that he's a legit number two well, who can run. Michael can Well, yell. Noah Brown's going to have to play because you need somebody in the slot, Skip. Well, oh, you want to put turpentine? No, you can put CD in the slot. No, you can. Yeah. That's where he thrived was in the slot. Well, he didn't thrive Sunday. No, no matter where they he, lined him up, he got clamped. He was playing against what I believe is the best defense in pro football and definitely the best back, when well, you're, what, back seven in when pro you're football. A, when you're a number one receiver, it does not matter mm-hmm. what the defensive secondary is like. It mm-hmm. does not matter who they have. You're that dog, or so they've been telling you. Mm-hmm. Are you that dog or are you not? He was at Minnesota last year when Cooper Rush took over and threw him 112 yards worth of football. What did Coop? Mm. It was Coop. They were putting all the things on Coop. Now Coop has been gone. Mm. Now it, you keep telling me about the secondary and this one and that one. I, mean, I can imagine, man, Jerry Rice or, 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 or Michael Irvin telling me, man, they got, whew, they got a Nils. They got Dion over Man, they got Derrick. Woo, that's going to be, hey, hey, don't expect anything from me, man. You know, that's a good secondary. I'm the number one dog over here, but whoo. I got my work cut out for me today. Ain't nobody do that. Mm. You take that as a challenge. You welcome that opportunity. Mm. The best versus the best. And well, he shrank. Even you admitted that there seems to be no connection, no rapport, no wavelength, no soul mateness between CD and Dak. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. They're not on the same page. After three they years, haven't been. If, after three years, if I'm with a service provider and I get shaky internet service after mm-hmm. three years, it's time to change providers. Oh, okay, so well, you're trying, get it's, it's, it's time to change something. Really? It's time to change something so after what, three what years. What are you recommending? Cut CD? Hey, y'all, hey, ain't my fault y'all got that dial up. That AOL. Hey, everybody got that really? high speed. Zoom. Mm. I got 5G. I really? just turn... Connected really? automatically. You got dial up. Looked to me like Cooper Rush had uh, 6G with CD. <laughs> 6G. Uh, cool. yeah. 11 targets uh, with two catches. Want to bet CD has 100 yards receiving? All I know, Skip, that man had two more catches than me. Mm-hmm. I'm on my couch in L.A. Mm-hmm. He in Dallas, Texas. Yep. I'm on my couch in shorts and a T-shirt. And he had two more catches than me. Mm-hmm. If I was in the stadium with some cleats on, I might have got a more I got a catch. Mm. My quarterback stunk. Your wide receiver stunk. No, I think it starts with the trigger man, the quarterback. Oh, yeah, right? we say he was stank. Yeah. Hey, okay. Doug might have stunk, but he was stank out there at the receiver okay. position. Stank. I, I <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's going to change? Dak was. No, 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 no. You're a wide receiver. Stop putting it all on Dak. You see what happens? You Anytime a guy that you like and he don't perform well, you quick to blame somebody else. Mm. Was that how you were as a kid? Did you blame Rick? As Yes, I did. Yeah, why <laughs> no, would you don't do get that? me started. Why would you do that? Because he deserved it. <laughs> he was always getting into something. No, no, no. He, it's his you, fault. No, don't look you was getting into something, and you blamed him. Mm. Why you do this? No. That's how you do now. You blame Dak for CD not being able to get open. And mm. when he got open, he couldn't hold on to the ball because you said it on Monday. Mm. Oh, CD, you got to make that catch. Mm. That's what I you did. said. I did. It was... It was high and wild and behind, but if you get two sets of fingertips on it, you have to bring it in. Is he that dude or not? He's that dude. Okay, I couldn't tell. He will show you starting. When? Starting. He was supposed Sunday. to show me last year. Yeah. He'll get 100 on Sunday. I mean, uh, rush. I mean, he's going against Eli yeah. Apple. All he did last year, he was on the number one offense in pro football with CeeDee Lamb. They led the whole league in points scored and yards gained. And he had the most targets and the most receptions and the most yards. He did not have the most touchdowns, but all across in all the key stats, the biggest stats, he led the team 
on the number one offense. I think that's that means he's that dude. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't you have the shouldn't you have that if you get the most targets? You all you do is hype about Michael Jordan led the league and scoring ten times. Mm-hmm. How many did he lead? LeBron's how, led the league once. How many won. how many times? Ten did, to one. How many times? Game did Jordan, over. How go. many times did Jordan lead the league in shots? Mm. How many times did he lead in missed shots? Mm. See that they go hand in hand. If you get the most targets. Cooper Rush had the most Cooper Rush. Cooper Cup had the most targets, right? Mm-hmm. He had the most catches. Yep. The guy that had the second most catches was who? Mm-hmm. Devontae. He had the second most targets, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Yeah, but if you're that dude, you take advantage of your targets. And last year, with no rapport with the quarterback, guess what he did? He led the no. team. Guess what? It's why they got rid of Amari Cooper, and they flat out got rid of him addition by and, and they say we, we wish we'd have kept him. No, they didn't. Because not say look that. look at C D. Mm. Look at what CD did. Yeah. All I, well, tell everybody what he did. How many hundred yard games after after that Minnesota game? How many hundred yard games did he have? Mm. How many touchdowns did he have? Yep. <laughs> Where was the quarterback? Right there. Gone. Right there. That was there the whole year. No, would you he, be gone? No, I'm just saying mentally, he was just gone. Oh, not that mentally gone. Well, did he not stink it up? All the way home, he stunk it up. Well, your guy will stink too. Mm. Your guy needs some deodorant because he's smelly. He he can't take the snap and initiate the play. He can't throw it to himself. He can catch the ball. Well, and not throw it back at that. In the the playoff game, he got like four targets and caught two balls. Exactly. Way to go. It ain't how many they throw you, it's how many you catch. Huh. It ain't how much money you make, it's how much you keep. Dak's fault, and that's Kellen uh, Moore's fault. If, if, if CD's fault, he can't hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. If you're a receiver or he a retriever, because mm-hmm. I see a lot of picking the ball up, throwing it to the official, mm-hmm. and he's talking about... <laughs> Looking up at the jumbo truck. You dropped it. You know what? I feel sorry for you because you keep digging <laughs> your hole deeper and deeper over I mean, there. I, what makes me he, so upset? He's going to make you look so bad. Why do Why do these receivers look up at the jumbo truck? You dropped it. Mm. Guess what? When you look up at the jumbo truck, yep. it's going to show you dropped it. It was you. I'm glad you had a good opening Sunday because it gave you one week in the sun. You could bask in the I got sun plenty for of one week. I got plenty more Just coming. one week. I got, guess, guess and what? after this, it's going to get cold and watch, dark. Watch what I do. Cold and dark in here. We have the lights on, but you're going to feel cold and dark over there. Because hey, it's a long season, man. It's 16 more weeks. And guess what? I will come in here on Monday. Yeah. Remember Jungle Fever when Gator came out? Mama, yeah. watch this dance. I made mm-hmm. it especially for you. Yeah. I got this dance especially for you, Skip, really? on Monday. Okay. <sighs> okay. <sighs> <laughs> Get it out of your system. Enjoy your moment. This is your 15 minutes. And it came in week one. Shannon for the dance moves. Yeah. Stop coming. Wait, wait a Monday. You, oh, Skip Bayless, don't you have no cow- Don't you let them know good you for the Cowboys week lose. Week one is W-E-A-K one. Week one. I'm going to be strong. I want to see the victory dance oh, Monday, oh, Shannon. I'm coming. I'm coming. amp it up even more if you win. <sighs> I'm going to get my Bengals helmet sent up here. We'll see if Michael Gallup returns, guys. You know, he couldn't have surgery on that knee until February 10th because the swelling just would not go down enough. Wow. So, mm. long road back for him. All right, still to come this morning, Ryan Fitzpatrick certainly had some interesting Uh-oh, things to say go. about Tom Brady. Yep. You're not going to yeah. want to miss this. That's it's next tragic. on Undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. 
recent appearance on the Pardon My Take podcast, Ryan Fitzpatrick recalled multiple moments after he and Tom Brady faced off against each other. Fitzpatrick detailed what it was like after games versus TV 12 as there was, quote, zero respect. He'd never shake my hand, Fitzpatrick said. Huh. Shannon, what's your reaction to Fitzpatrick's comments? Um, Tom Brady has a history of doing things like this. Um, Tom Brady, if Tom Brady doesn't feel you're on the level with him, he would always shake Peyton Manning. He would always shake Drew Brees. He would always shake uh, a Ben Roethlisberger. Guys that he felt that was on par with him, although he didn't think he was better, he, oh, he felt he owed them that much. A Nick Foles, a Eli Manning, a Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're not getting no love, bro. No. That's just, that's who he is. And, 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 and people will, oh, that's the competitor. I believe you can be a competitor and still, like, be gracious in defeat just like you are, you know, when you're exuberant or, or, in, in victory. And that's not how Tom Brady is. And we dread, we, if people that we like will make every excuse for their boorish behavior or their unbecoming behavior, that's what we do. That's just how we are as people. If we like you, We'll jump through hoops. We'll bend ourselves in pretzels, and we'll do everything. Oh, that's just a competitor. He just wants to win so bad, like winning is mutually exclusive only to Tom Brady. Only Tom Brady wants to win. Nobody else wants to win like Tom. Nobody's willing to sacrifice or put on the line what Tom is. And so for me, I'm not surprised. Uh, He also said he believed he's that mofo that Tom Brady was talking about, Skip. In Miami. Yeah. Oh, you going to stick with that mofo? Mm. When Tom said that on the shop. He says, I believe that I'm the, the mofo that Tom Brady made reference to. I still think it was Tua, but that's just me. Well, at the time, Skip, you remember Fitzpatrick was the starter. He was. And so, for me, I, I just look, that, that, that's who Brady is, and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is correct. Um, Tom Brady, if he doesn't view you, uh, he doesn't respect everybody. He, I, I mean, he, I get all that spill and that, that coach stuff, and that, oh, he knows everybody, Zeke is this, and Michael Parsons is that. He knows everybody. He's great at it, but... The level of respect that he has for some quarterbacks is not there for all quarterbacks. Peyton Manning is going to shake everybody's hand. Drew Brees is going to shake everybody's hand. That's not how Tom is. Exactly right. (laughs) So I had the honor and privilege back in 1998 of covering and getting to know Michael Jordan in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady is the closest thing to Michael Jordan I have ever seen. He doesn't look like Jordan. Off the field, he doesn't act like Jordan. He, he wants to be beloved in ways Jordan didn't care about correct. whatsoever. That is absolutely correct. Okay? And yet, in the end, on the field of play, I call him Psycho Tom because he is a cold-blooded, whatever word you want to attach. You know what. Yeah, you know what. <laughs> and no, he is not gracious in defeat. He's a you-know-what in defeat. <laughs> it's just the way he's built. And I don't have a problem with it because I never did. And so I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say late in his career he needs to turn into Peyton or Drew Brees. But let me ask you a question. Well, then why, why does he want to shake everybody's hands when he wins? Because he's, he, he's like a sore loser and a sore winner. <laughs> I, I, he, he's, not, he's not even a classy winner to me. No, he's not. Because no. it's just cold-blooded. It's, it's, the, it's the drive to win. He, yeah, he's he just doing it because it, it's a form of gloating when you shake hands when you win because yeah. you, you want to walk over and say, I got you. Yeah. But, but hey, good game, but I got you, mm-hmm. right? He, he wants them to know, I, yeah, I, I didn't, mm-hmm. okay? I'm fine with that because 
That's the drive. That's the fire that it took for him to win seven Super Bowls in 10 tries, so, and he should have won. So you don't believe more. if Tom Brady wasn't like he was, like he, if, if he were to shake somebody's hand after defeat, or no matter who the quarterback was, you don't believe he could have won seven Super Bowls? I say I don't believe that had anything to do with it. I just think Tom Brady's team was better that given day, and they won the game. I just believe that you should, you know, if that was the case, if, if, it's, if shaking hands is not that big of a deal, why in the hell is Jordan still so upset about Isaiah about not shaking his hand after that victory? If it's yeah. not that big of a deal, that's good. Because that. with Michael, it always has to be something. You know it and I know it. He always has to hold a grudge or invent a grudge or a beef. Well, why is right? Tom, what grudge Tom got? He's and, always got something as going mi- with somebody. As many, and, and, and this, is, this is one of the, the problems that I had with Coach Belichick. Coach Belichick, all the time, the championship game, Skip, and the coach had, be it uh, John Harbaugh or Coach Dungy or Rex Ryan uh, or Mike Tomlin, they would always come out after losing a championship game and say, you know, wait, we fall hard. We had a good season. It didn't only, there can only be one, so somebody else is going to be disappointed next in two weeks. Come out there and give this field. We played hard. We just didn't get it done today. Coach Belichick would never do that. He would send some player you had never heard of. He Half the people in New England didn't know who said player was to address it. That rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Always has, always will. Tom Brady behaving in this manner. Tom Brady yelling and screaming. That's just, oh, that's just a fire and passion. T.O. did, oh, he a malcontent. That is so destructive. Dan's right, dude, that's so destructive. Okay, but nobody ever said Jordan was a malcontent. No, 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 I'm just saying Tom. Yeah. We make excuses. Uh, Skip, no, I'm just Jordan's saying. was built the same way, or I should say Tom was built, is built the same way Jordan I just, was. I just, I just think the thing, like, football leadership and basketball leadership is a little different because you're, de- you're leading so many more men. As opposed to 12, you got 53. Okay. And so, and so it's, I believe it's a little different. But my problem has always been, look, I'm going to get you sometimes, you're going to get me. Hey, you got me today. Hey, I see you down the road. Shake okay. your hand. I'm going to keep it moving. All right. But to think that because I've accomplished this, that you're not on my – I beat you. you. You still – Tom, you still got four Super Bowls. You still got five. But today wasn't your day. So many times before – Somebody's had to come to the center of the field, shake your hand after you've gotten the best of them. Just be the same. Just, just return the favor. Okay. Do you remember what happened at Tampa last year as Tom was losing at home to New Orleans? Yes. Nine to nothing? Yes. Nine yes. to nothing? Yes. And Chris Godwin had gone down and mm-hmm. out, and Tom thought it was a cheap shot. Yeah. I forget who it was. I think, I think it was Malcolm Jackson. I think it was Malcolm Jenkins. I think it went too low yeah. in Tom's estimation. Mm-hmm. But he blamed the head coach of the right. New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. So he, it, at one point in the fourth quarter, he runs all the way mm-hmm. toward the New, uh, New Orleans sideline. Yeah. And Dennis Allen stands right there. And he screams profanity and points yeah. at him because yeah. he said, that was your fault. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's this guy. Yeah. Okay, I love that about him because that ain't exactly milk toast. Right? No, I, I mean, sure wish. I, wish I, I wonder what was said if, if Lamar Jackson did that. If Lamar Jackson went to the sideline and yelled what Tom Brady said, would that be okay? I wonder if 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 Dez Bryant or T.O. or Odell Beckham had ever done that, would that be would that say that's just a passion? That guy is so passionate. Okay. If Michael Jordan had done that, would it be okay? Yep, it was okay. Skip. I mean, guys, I mean, but here's the thing. In basketball, because you're running up and down the sidelines, 
Michael Jordan did not go to his, was, was, uh, uh, turn the ball at the end of the game, walk to the side and yell that. This, he turned the ball over. He ran to the opposing sideline. Skip, if I get run out of bounds, I, yeah, if you get run, I get run out of bounds on the opposing team sideline. Yeah, I'm talking trash. Yeah, yeah, you get, yet, you get. yet his peers despise him so much that they voted him the best player in you football see? at age 45. Hey. They, they did. The players did. Not the media. It was some media adoration. John Gotti passed out turkeys on Thanksgiving. So you're comparing Tom Brady? I know. I'm just saying. See what you do. What you do because somebody did something good. That means everything else that they've done has to be good. He can still be a you know what and be voted number one. Mm. That doesn't change that. Okay, but it didn't drop their estimation of him. They didn't lose respect for him. He's still a great player. Mm -hmm. He can be a great player and be a jerk all in one. Why does it have to? Why does he can't? Just because he's a good player, he can't be that. He can. He is. Okay, the fire rages inside see? that you guy. See, you see what that is? Okay. That's fire. Okay, but it raged inside Jordan. <laughs> and, and but so, so those are, those are the only two that the fire can rage inside of. Anybody else that does that, what are they? Huh. I don't know. <laughs> Who? Name somebody. Anybody. Okay, well, if you want to start into T.O., he took it inside the locker room and tore it apart. It see? was all about T.O. It was all about T.O. I was there. I covered it. That guy's back. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was all about him. Okay. Uh, that team will tell you. He is the leader, the heart, and the soul, and they will go to battle for him. All I'm saying, it's all about him. That's why he's back. Let's leave it at that. Mm. Greatest leader, I think, in sports history. Let's leave it at that. Okay. We disagree. We'll agree. I we'll agree to disagree. I knew this topic would get you too fired up. <laughs> all right. How about this next one, guys? I have a feeling you're going to get pretty spicy on it, too. Is Steph Curry more revered than Joe Montana or Jerry Rice as an all-time Bay Area legend? Mm. See what? what the guys have to say about this one coming up right after this break. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. According to ESPN writer Mark Spears, Steph Curry is the most revered athlete ever across all sports in the Bay Area over the likes of Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. Shannon, Mark's pretty plugged in. Do you agree with him here? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say yes, Skip. <clears throat> I understand a lot of people don't remember when Willie Mays was in the Bay Area, Skip. Um, obviously, I don't. I barely remember. I, I know who he is, obviously. But by the time I was old enough to remember baseball, he had retired, and everybody remember him falling down in the outfield at, uh, at the Mets. That's the last memory of Willie Mays, but he was a tremendous baseball player. But, Skip, I'm going to have to agree with Spears. I'm going to have to agree with what he's been able to do, Skip. And, Skip, he doesn't possess... He's not 6'9", Skip. Mm. He's not, you know, ha- doesn't have LeBron James size. He's not built like Carl Malone. He doesn't have any physical traits that makes you say, well, he should be able to do that. That's why he's doing it. Look at him. When you said about, well, Shannon, LeBron is 6'9". He is. I mean, you think about it. He's 6'9". He's he can handle the ball. He's 6'9", built like Carl Malone, but can handle the ball like magic. So he should be able to do it. Steph Curry is like, Six foot three, 
He's slim to build. Does he, you think he weighs 200 pounds, Skip? I don't think he weighs 200. What you want to give him, 180, 190? Yeah, 190. Okay, I'll give him 190. Yep. He's just like a guy mm-hmm. walking down the street. By the way, I think he beefed up somewhere. Yeah, but he, he beefed up the one. Oh, okay. He beefed up the one yep. And Skip, he brought four titles to the Bay. The same number as Joe. Um, Jerry has three. Um, but no, Skip, I, I, I agree. I think it's him now. And the way he's revolutionized the game of basketball with that three-point shot. And not everybody, nobody really is trying to dunk. Everybody, get they get a layup, not skip. They, oh, they got a, a wide-open layup. They dribble the ball out, and they pass it out to a three-point shot. Mm-hmm. And that's thank, thanks to Steph Curry. So I'm going to agree. I do believe he's the most beloved sports figure in the Bay Area now. Okay. If, if we want to go beloved, defined as lovable, as in sort of off the court or off the field, lovable, as in personality, lovable, yeah. as in sort of cuddleability lovable yeah. because he's kind of cuddly because he's just yeah, such I mean, a he, nice guy. Yeah, he's non-threatening. He don't have right. anything to threaten. I don't think right? he Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. But I worked in the Bay Area for, what was it, almost four years. I have a pretty good feel for the Bay Area. And it's a huge area now. Yeah. If we're just talking about Oakland, I, I'm going to give you Steph on the Oakland, on the East Bay side. Yeah. But then the East Bay goes on out and it, it Changes territory. It's it's very different. And then you got Marin County up there in yeah. the wine country, mm-hmm. and then you got what used to be Silicon Valley right. going down south from San Francisco. You you got a whole lot of territory to cover, and in the end, the Bay Area is a football area. It just is, and it's like most places. It, when you push comes to shove, football over basketball or even over baseball, and it's a huge baseball. Area. I think what has happened. Because Steph is right now. Okay. Joe was two decades okay. ago. All right. But I was there also in early 1982 when Dwight Clark rose up into the fog to mm-hmm. snatch the catch mm-hmm. over Everson Walls. <sighs> the, the whole candlestick, the stand in the press box, it's shaking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it's almost like an earthquake. God forbid. But right. it felt like we were having an earthquake. Right. And that night in downtown San Francisco, I was at the St. Francis, it, it, it just, they, they had a honk fest all night long. They just circled downtown because it was a breakthrough against the Dallas Cowboys and a dynasty had been launched. Right. And he went to four Super Bowls to Joe Montana and he won all four of them. Right. So it was sort of Jordan-esque. He yeah. won four and oh. It's just hard to top that. It, 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 I get it. But if you start looking hard and you start picking nits, then you look at Steph. Well, he didn't have a great first finals when, yeah. when he had a bad first three games and then fell behind two games to one. And it took Iguodala to save yeah, him but and I, become but the I, MVP. I, I think, Skip, when you look at that, I don't think fans, when they love their guys, I don't think they, they, they look. They don't think of that. But, no, they but don't. I, you know, I'm going to go to my grave saying 2016. Steph was the one who handed LeBron a ring. He just handed. They're up three games to one with two of the last three in Steph's house. Right. And he just shrank. He played even smaller than yeah. he is in those, especially the two home games. It, it was hard to watch. In game seven, he was atrocious. LeBron was very good. Kyrie made the shot of shots. LeBron had the chase down. I get it. But Steph had every opportunity. It, it should be his game to lose, and he lost it. Right. Okay, but that doesn't seem to matter to, to the, the no, Steph No, they, they, they love him, Skip. He's homegrown. Joe was homegrown. I just think the thing is, Skip, because of you look at him, and Joe didn't have 
and any great physical attributes yeah. also. It wasn't like Joe was no, six foot five and had a cannon. He, he was sort of like, like he was, this yeah, guy. He, 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 he was, Kill. But yeah. and, and both, you know, married, kids, everything seemed. Steph never finds yeah, himself Joe, in controversy, never Joe, says the wrong Joe thing. Joe had no personality whatsoever. Steph has a great personality. Yeah, yeah. I, I give you that. I'm going to throw one last name into this equation. I give you Willie Mays, even though they lost a game seven to the Yankees in the World Series at, at Candlestick, and he did not have a good game. They right. lost one to nothing. Barry Bonds, I'm going to throw it out, and yeah. I know the steroid cloud hangs, but I was there at his height. Right. And trust me, there's still a deep love. They, yeah. Or Barry Bonds. Oh, they still cheer when he comes up. When hey, you're yeah. listen, Shannon, you, you, I've never seen anything like him. He's the greatest yeah. player I ever saw. A steroids or no steroids. He was the only hitter who had the advantage over pitchers. He yeah. had the advantage. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do it. If, if you hit 300, one out of three, you're, you're in the Hall of Fame. Let right? me ask you this. Do you believe if Barry was likable, he'd be in the Hall of Fame, even if he had the suspicion around him? He was a jerk Maybe. to people, Skip. He, he was, was a jerk, a jerk to everybody. A jerk to the media. Yes, he was. Yeah, when he decided to light it up with the media, yes. oh, could he talk? Woo. He could. Oh. But like you said, I remember watching from uh, that, stre- that stretch from about 2001 to about 2004. Hey, I, I get goosebumps when I talk about it because <laughs> I was there up close and personal. I saw it. Even against the Angels, he almost oh, single-handedly he almost beat the did. Angels. Yeah, and then they, they don't blew get it. Me started on they Dusty. Blew, Dusty blew it. He did. He, he, they had. He had it. Oh. He had it. They spoke that one. That one skip. <sighs> but I think it's Steph skip. You going, Joe? I'm going, Steph. Okay. think it's going to take for Aaron Rodgers and that Packers receiving core to finally get on the same page. This has been an issue. That subject coming up when we return. Sunday was ugly for the Packers receiving core. They struggled, and Aaron Rodgers failed to register a touchdown in that loss. Rodgers was asked about how some more receiver help might be on the way. Mm, take a listen. What's your outlook on Amari Rodgers and where he fits on this offense? Because last year he was pretty non-existent, and then last week he didn't he didn't get out there for an offensive snap. Yeah, he's returning for us right now. Shannon, drama in Green Bay. What do you make of Aaron Rodgers' response to that question? That's Aaron Rodgers. That's who he is. Mm. Y'all think that's bad now? Let him start losing. And he's finna throw everybody overboard. I, I wish he'd showed up for minicamp and OTAs to work with those young guys. Good point. And build a rapport with them. Yep. But this is what Aaron Rodgers don't understand. Mm. Aaron Rodgers, do you realize for three years you got an opportunity to sit on the bench and not have to do anything, learn how to, how to be a pro? These guys get thrown into the fire right now, have to do what you didn't do, even though you're historically great. They're having to do what you didn't do your first three years. Christian Watson got thrown some fire on the very first offensive play of the regular season, about 70 yards worth, and it went right through his hands. That's not to excuse them dropping balls. Yep. But maybe had you been in OTAs or you been to the mini camp, I understand he came to the, the, the last mandatory in June, yep. but you build a rapport. You work with these guys. And that's what the real – I don't get what he thinks by blasting the guys and say, oh, he, he's returning for us. I don't get how he thinks that helps. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I really don't. I, don't. I don't really know how he thinks that helps his cause. But I can tell you what, boy, let this thing go south for the Packers mm. and watch 
Watch him. Y'all think he bad now? Mm. That joker, it, hey, he finna throw everybody overboard and then drive the boat over the top of him. Mm. Watch him. What have I told you for six years on the show about Aaron bleeping Rodgers? He is the all-time finger-pointing blame deflector. In this case, blame shifter. There is method to the madness. He keeps trying to remind everybody, I don't have Devontae anymore. I'm stuck with these, these kids. He, he dropped a ball, and on Amari Rodgers, he says, yeah, he's returning for us now. That's all I got. That's mm-hmm. all I got. Okay, like he's trying to send the message. He can't even break into the rotation as a receiver, Amari Rodgers, who was supposed to be the next guy, right? right? Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to have Lazard in week one. And I thought he'd suck it up and go with an ankle injury, and you bamboozled me out of a bet on that game. But I thought with Lazard, it would have helped. He would have helped. No, it would have helped. Would help. You have one guy that you semi trust, but just in case it does go south, he wants to plant lots of seeds of doubt about all these receivers but to Skip, the point the- that everybody will say, "Can't blame Aaron." Skip. He's the reason Devontae isn't there. I agree. That's what he don't want to admit. Well, I ain't got Devontae. The reason why I ain't got Devontae because I've been waffling about retirement for the last four years. And one minute I'm on, one minute I'm off. I want to get out. I don't want to get out. I want to leave. I don't want to leave. But these receivers didn't have the luxury of get, resting, sitting on the bench, just practicing, getting better to, before they step on the field. Yep. They have a decided advantage. They're having to step into the fire right now. Something yep. Aaron They need to remind Aaron, like, Aaron, you do realize, like, your first three years you didn't play. You didn't contribute. And I watched the clip. They had a clip and that when Brett Favre went down and Aaron Rodgers came in and, and the broadcaster said, Green Bay's in for a long year and Brett Favre doesn't get back. <laughs> so they were saying the very same thing about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But he forgot about that. Sometimes we, we, when we get really, really good and skip, I, even I had to do that. I had to, like, hold on, Shannon, wait a minute now. You're being really hard on these guys. John took his time with you. You had Mark Jackson that really helped you understand what you're supposed to do at the Z receiver. Mm. Uh, uh, Vance Johnson, Ricky yeah. Nat, Michael Young. So, guys, come on. Hey, here's what you this is what you remember now. You hot. Now it's going to take two. I understand it's an empty backfield, mm-hmm. but they only got four down linemen. Yep. So if they bring an extra guy, we got that protected because we got five linemen. They bring mm-hmm. two. You hot, Skip? I'm explaining things to them because I think that's my job. I really mm-hmm. do. And I understand they're not going out there trying to mess it up. No. He makes it seem like they're going out there trying to make him look bad. He's just saying, don't blame me. You know what they should blame you because you're the reason Devontae isn't there. Devontae says, I understand that Aaron Rodgers is great, but I couldn't put my five-year future career in his hands when he walks away after year one, year two. Because mm. he knows, I don't think, I think he knows Jordan Love. Mm. Probably not it. Mm. He said, I'm, let me go with my home. Let me go with my home, boy. We got a great rapport. We do things together. And I happen to actually like him well, off the field. That's the point. He just got sick and tired of having to deal with this guy. Shannon has seen the lot. All right, gentlemen, great stuff. But we got to go because we have to talk about Thursday night football. Do we? This one should be a good one tonight. Is Justin Herbert going to get the best of Shannon's guy, what? Patrick Mahomes, in <laughs> Kansas City? Stay tuned. The guys debate that up next. All right, out on the other coast, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They're going to be heading to Kansas City tonight to face Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Shannon, this is your AFC pick against your guy, Patrick Mahomes. So who are you going with tonight? It's tough, Skip, but I'm going to take the Chargers in a close game. Hey, the Chargers? I'm taking the Chargers, Skip. At Kansas City? Yeah, Khalil Mack is a monster. He's been revived. Joey Bosa, that pass rush. 
Um, and they, J.C. Jackson, they're going to work him out. He's a game-time decision, so they get him back. I think Mahomes is going to be great. But, uh, the kicker, uh, Buckner, is out. They brought a new kicker in. So I think, I'm going to say the Chargers win. I'm going to say Chargers win by three. I say they get a field goal late, and they win this mm. ball game. I got the baby goat. I got my homeboy uh, you at go. home. No, you just, well, <laughs> Come on. Come on, Shannon. It's gonna, I mean, it's going to be an ideal I got, evening. 75 I got, degrees. I got 40 to 35 baby goat. That's what you tell me. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great. I think I'm going to go 38-35. Really? I'm going to go 38-30. No, I don't think I'll get that much. I'm going to go 31-38, 28. 31-28. Chargers. Chargers. It's going to be a great game either way. It feels like the Chargers <laughs> retooled this offseason just for the Chiefs. That's it for us, but we'll break it down tomorrow. 